welcome to whatever episode this is who can know it our kinky kindles the podcast where we worry about the right holes mm. <coughs> all the damn time all the damn time we are joined today by special guest <laughs> there are so many furry animals surrounding this area yeah some of them are not. friends some of them are not different species and such we would not have it any other way here this is exactly as it should be here at our kinkade candles pod thanks for joining us yeah if you're new here um on this podcast we review everyone's favorite smut books we we talk about sex we talk about counseling perspectives in yeah. smut mental health um and relationship health yeah we're not saying we're the experts we just we do have high level degrees in the subject thereabouts our own personal experience is not <laughs> always <laughs> you know we're just people yeah. that's all we're saying we're, that's all we're saying we're just peopling we're peopling over here but yes we um recently Kay was just sharing that she was checking out our listener demographics. And it sounds like we've got some younger listeners, younger than us, than our personal demographics. That sparks so much joy for me. It makes me very happy. So I was looking today, and um, I don't know if this freaks you all out, but I can see like the age and that yeah. of people who listen to our podcast. It doesn't give me any personal information. No. Like All I can see is the age range. So sure. It looks like we've got a couple people in the 18 to 22 range, which is so awesome. Kay, can you imagine what it would have been like for us to be 18 to 22 listening to this podcast? It it would have made me a different person. Just like in the best of ways. Yes. Like being listening to two ladies talk so openly about sex. Yes. Without shame. Yes. With some giggles. But overall, in an affirming way, in a supportive way, encouraging exploration and creativity, I would have been inspired. <clears throat> yes. So if you're in that 18 to 22 range, please tell more of your friends about this. Oh, my God. I want to see that number go up. I, we were, like, when we first started, we were in 100% in that 28 to 34, which is where that is our age group, which makes sense. Sure, sure. Um, but it's nice to see that we've got some younger people hopping on the little smut train. God, we love y'all. We're so happy you're here. Okay, well, well, as the turntables. This is a professional podcast. Mm -hmm. so, so that was a professional sound that we meant to have. Yeah, that was a sound effect. In, yeah, exactly. That we paid money for. Yeah, sure. Our editors put in. That's what we're <laughs> and saying. And by editor, she means me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, we are so glad you're here today because we are reviewing another Megan Quinn yes. work of art. Um, we're very excited about this book. This book recently came out. Yes. Um, so it's probably it's gonna it's in the title of the podcast, so you know what it is. But we're gonna review Right Man, Right Time. Mm. Um, mm. This book was a so roller coaster start to finish. But okay, before before we get into mm -hmm. it, we want to first like insincerely apologize for yeah. not having episodes the last two weeks because we are not sorry about it. So that we would never let our audience down without a really good reason. And we have a really good reason. Perhaps 
one of the best reasons i mean in your book uh, for two yeah two weekends in a row yeah so you all knew that i was already going to see taylor swift in atlanta yeah yeah and i did do that it was incredible it was exhausting life-changing um one of the best weekends of my life and my two friends that i went with um, i love you all very much that was an incredible weekend in atlanta in at mercedes-benz stadium yes a beautiful stadium um we got some incredible surprise songs i went on april 29th so obviously uh. we got high infidelity and we also got gorgeous which was the very first reputation song she played as a which surprise song k is an enormous reputation fan so that was very very special yes it was very special and incredible um and then so something so insane happened where <laughs> <laughs> so i am not one to uh ever ask to speak to the manager not However, a not a Karen. K does not stand for Karen. <laughs> no, it does not stand for Karen. Um, however, I was made aware that hmm. people who were going to the same show that I was going to in Atlanta with better seats than I, than I had hmm. got randomly upgraded to even better seats. And just randomly. Yes, just like they got a message from Ticketmaster saying, "Hey, we moved your seats, and here they're better." Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, excuse me." <laughs> And I had already, I mean, if you try to get tickets, you know how fucking hard it was to get yeah. tickets. And there's so a, there's a lawsuit. The hell that I had gone through to get these tickets. So I just reached out to Ticketmaster and I said, hey, um, I was made aware of this situation. If there's anything you can do, like bump my seats up, anything. And the lady basically said no. Sure. And I was like, hey, I tried to get tickets for this other show and they it didn't go through. And yeah, I, I was really disappointed and i just feel like there's got to be something you can do yeah so you pushed back we in the counseling world we call this self-advocacy <laughs> self-advocacy for taylor swift this is yes but i i do think there it's one thing to i don't know not to get on a rabbit trail but it's one thing to get like ear panties in a wad as we say here in the south about something that pisses you off right because you had seen that people were getting upgraded it's one thing to get your panties in a wad about it it is and it is another thing entirely to advocate for yourself to like to believe that like hey something could be done about this i should speak up about this yeah and you know i was not rude and you know and my whole perspective on this was if i i mean if i ask and they say no then that's it. like i i'm already going to the show it's i'm gonna be in the building sure so um, the week that I am going to the Atlanta show, I get a message from Ticketmaster saying that there are production hole held seats for the Nashville show. To be clear, okay, school counselor, very busy days, back to back kind of like open door situations of like lots of sessions, lots of appointments, busy life at work. Yes. So I get this text and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I click on the link and I follow the link. And it puts me in that horrible queue that you saw, that we everybody saw when we were waiting for the tickets. And I was like, oh, I can't do it again. Trauma. But thankfully it was like, there's only six people in front of me. And I was like, okay, whatever, I'll just wait. So I get in the queue. Less than 30 seconds later, I'm pushed through and I'm sitting in the buying room for Bonkers. Nashville, which is not not the week, not the weekend I'm going to, but like the fall. Like 10 days. 10 think it days was away. From 10 days from then. Also, this was like, you this was not expected there was no like you knew that you had they had said no right so they, they had basically told me no to getting me any upgrades or any extra tickets 
Um, and so when I got the text, I was just so shocked and extremely confused. So I'm sitting in the buying room and I'm looking at all the, at these seats and I'm like, what? <laughs> Is this real? And so I immediately text A and another one of our friends, and I'm saying, "Hey, I I have tickets. I think." <laughs> and um, I was like, "If you want to do this, I'm gonna buy them. I'll sell them, or we can go." It, and it was so it, like, from my perspective on the receiving end of this, it's like hearing someone say, "Hey, would you like the opportunity to? I don't know, like fly." It was, it was like, would you like this thing that you already have said that you wanted? Do you want to do this? And I couldn't really read through it. And I was just like, what? Like, why are you asking this as a question? I was sending like that paragraphs That blew of my text. mind. Yes. Why is this even a question? Yes. Like, I know. It was, and <laughs> the part that was stressing me out. So I'm, I'm a planner. That is who I sure, am sure. to my core. Like for the Atlanta show, we were planning everything we were doing like six months in advance. And so I was prepared for it. So the 10 days out thing was really stressing me out. And so I, the, and then, so as I'm looking at seats, the same thing that happened to me before when I was buying tickets, they just start disappearing. And I'm like, oh shit, other people yeah. are getting this message too. So I find three, I buy them and I text them and say, hey, I have these three tickets. If you want to go, we'll go. If not, I'll sell them. Yeah. And immediately they were like, no, we're, we're going to the show. Immediately, 10 days from now. And this speaks to different folks having different strengths because I hear 10 days from now and 10 days is an arbitrary number. 10 days from now could be 100 years from now. I really, I am remarkably time blind. I have very little to no concept of time. I rely on just timers, timers all the time. Yeah, we immediately kicked into gear. We were like, oh my god what do we wear right exactly and so <laughs> these we are i feel very lucky yes to these get these tickets so these were production held tickets yes which is like tickets they hold for like family members of the dancers and the band and so we were club level in the second row so nissan stadium incredible seats and like better than the seats that i had in atlanta like incredible seats and so comfortable we were just talking about this today of like the the drink line, the food lines, like yes. everything was. If you can go club level, dude. You wow, there was a charging station. Yeah, there was like a little eating situation. There were like tables where you could sit and eat. We had our own food. We had our own bar. We had our own merch stand. It was it Wild. was so nice. Um, and so thankfully, a thrives in chaos. Oh and yeah. I said, all right, find us a place to stay. And she like, no, no, no. I went to Hotworks. That's what I did. I said, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm, I'm going to go work out. And then I'll, then I'll tackle this. Because in my brain, I was like, well, because I right there in the parking, I like pulled over. I, I was getting lunch. I pulled over on the side of the road and I was like, or in the side of the road, LOL, the tomato head parking lot, to be clear. But I was like, well, what are the hotels? And I found so many different hotels at like lunchtime mm -hmm. or whatever time of day. So I'm like, okay, we got plenty of time. I'll go home to my computer so that I can book what we need. And I was like, oh, but I need to like run by Hotworks. I need to get my workout in because that's what I was going to do today. Okay. And then I'll go home. By the time I had gotten home, like an hour-ish later, they were all gone. Every hotel in Nashville was gone. And it didn't surprise me because I already knew that it was hard to find a hotel in Nashville. And it was also the Belmont's graduation, yes. Vanderbilt's graduation, and Lipscomb's graduation. Absolutely absurd. So 
and obviously the Taylor Swift concert was happening. 70,000 fucking people. Yeah. It just in the stadium, 70,000. Yeah. And that doesn't include people who traveled to Nashville to stand outside the stadium to watch. On the pedestrian bridge. Right. Absolutely insane. And just like Nashville in general on a weekend in the spring. Oh, yeah. Beautiful weather. It's like, already hard to find a place to stay. It's slammed. Oh, my God. So we wanted ideally to be able to walk. Yes, because let me tell you how hellish it was to get back to our hotel from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, and you didn't even have that wisdom yet. You didn't even know, like, hey, we really, if we can do it, we need yeah. to try to stay close. It was such a stroke of genius, though. such a miracle that I, it, I was like, so the the baton got passed to me for, like, crazy chaos internet choices. I, was like, I, I did the chaos ticket buying. It was perfect. Here you go. <laughs> so I was sitting there, and it, it started clicking as hotels, like, I would, I wasn't even hitting refresh. Hotels were just disappearing before my very eyes. Very expensive hotels. Just evaporating. And we're talking like $1,000 for the weekend expensive. Like they were just disappearing. Yeah. Like it was, no, like one's like $1,000 a night. It was, it was absurd. It was, (laughs) I cannot express to you how upsetting this was. And so, or it just, our dear listeners, some of y'all will identify some of y'all have experienced this it's it's kind of scary but so i snagged one as i was like texting back and forth i snagged one that was very expensive very expensive for three girlies and it ended up being absolutely perfect it was perfect it was less uh it was less than a mile from the stadium so easy to walk and it was beautiful food like we were there all weekend and we like we didn't we parked the car and we didn't get in the car it was incredible it was such a dream. I still can't. And I let's see. I only had ten days to anticipate it. I know. Like you had since November to anticipate Atlanta. I only had ten days to be like, I'm going to go see Taylor Swift. And so I, or our friend H, who has been a guest on this podcast, yes, and will be again when we review Akamath. But um, she already had a dress. I think that yeah, gorgeous. she owned her dress. It was perfect. I chose to cope with my world by ordering so so many outfits. Just plenty of outfits. Mm. I also already owned my outfit. So I went as perfect. I went as reputation for Atlanta and I didn't want to wear the same outfit again, but because I am who I am, I already owned a navy blue sparkly romper. Yeah. So I just And by romper we mean bodysuit. Yeah, like yeah perfect navy blue tight situation mm-hmm. um and so i just went as midnights and it was perfect it was great so i'm glad i didn't have to like stress and buy something else because but you already you already had that <laughs> I for some reason i felt like i need that outfit <laughs> you did as evidenced by this week it was so perfect so i yes i ordered tons of different things we i think our pictures looked adorable i felt like we had the most precious outfits we did because the heiress tour outfit of the day tiktoks People people have some adorable outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously the show is incredible. I know you've all seen it on TikTok, all the things. Um, wow. But Kay sent, so shortly after that evening, Kay sent um, the Eras Tour set list to I H wanted to prepare them. I, yes, and we immediately set to memorizing every word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was an incredible show. We were at the Saturday night show, so we got um, perfect. 15 and out of the woods which was, <laughs> was so good. we i we truly won i feel like and i love tears my, were shed i loved my atlanta song but out of the woods and 15 were both on my list why of did songs. we get 15 because abigail was there at our show absolutely precious yeah a and i both cried 
um and absolutely perfect yeah it was beautiful an amazing night the full moon was out it was witchy it was so witchy during willow when she does her witchy shit the moon was just gleaming it was yes i think um i think that she knew too i think that it was it was abundantly clear um to all that we were we were doing witchy shit on a full moon night that's right it was perfect so if any of y'all get the opportunity if any if ticket if Ticketmaster just out of the blue lets y'all know hey um do you still want these tickets jump on them i don't care if you're necessarily a taylor Swift fan i've talked to folks since then who went and like went with people and <clears throat> excuse me they weren't necessarily taylor Swift fans but they were like this was she's an incredible performer oh yeah and if, yeah. if there's one thing you can guarantee from Taylor is that she's going to give you the show of a lifetime. Yes. Genuinely. She gives you everything she has for the whole three hours. She's iconic. Like, it, every bit of her fame. Like, I always appreciated her her beautiful songwriting. And, and I, I appreciated her work. I knew many of her songs, especially Midnight's I enjoyed, and especially the ones from growing up. But I have so much respect for her now as an artist. Mm-hmm. And at, like, she, she deserves every bit of fame that she has yes i am forever a swifty now so anyway um we 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 do apologize for not prepping extra episodes to put out during those weeks but also we don't we don't apologize Mm. for taking the time off to do something that was really a once in a lifetime opportunity it was a once in a lifetime opportunity two weekends in a row for Kay. one life-changing weekend for me and i will say we were still reading smut Oh, we were reading smut. We were still reading smut in the interim. We just didn't have the time to, you know, to get our in thoughts and out into the- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and we, I, we're not going to address the Maddie Healy situation. You know, we're not going to talk about it. He's not my real dad. So. <laughs> I don't want him as my stepdad. <laughs> Creepy stepdad. But like maybe. Over time, this is going to shift, and we're going to find out something amazing about him. I have, I was always neutral on Joe Alwyn. I, I was happy that they were happy together. Yeah. I, he's fine, and like I thought, he's oh, a Lego man. They're in love, and that's great, and I love that for them. Um, Maddie Healy gives me getaway car vibes <gasps> because she's so public with him. Oh, and that's how she was with Tom Hiddleston too. Mm. Mm. She was so public with Tom, like, making out in public, like, in the ocean. He was wearing an I Heart Taylor Swift shirt. Sure, Maddie, he sure. was at every single show. Like, he's there every night. So, we call that a rebound. Yeah. And we respect. We respect a rebound. Um, and she knows what she's doing. That gives me comfort. Yes. Because she's a grown-ass woman. She know she is not being taken advantage of by anyone. I mean, she is more famous than he is. Yes. So <laughs> she like, has more money. Than the he power has. differential, I feel like she's not being taken advantage of. It's not some sleazy guy, but it's just like who are you, Maddie? Like, mm. Yeah. And like That's look, Taylor, you wanna fuck him? Great. Go I love right that ahead. for you. Live it up. And you know the girl the girlie that we were sitting next to at <laughs> She our national show. She, we were just all because Maddie Healy was on stage with Phoebe Bridgers, and I know yes, that I know that they're friends. Dressed as a skeleton, he was wearing his skeleton outfit. Um, I know that they're friends, and that's great. But I was also we were all just like when she said, "And Maddie Healy," everyone in the stadium was just like, "Excuse me," <laughs> just like question mark after it was the win. Perfect. Um, 
And so we were talking about how skeptical we were. And the girl next to us was like, look, I don't like it either. But if I had just gotten out of a six-year relationship, that's exactly the man that I date. That was my favorite response. I was like, you know what? That is so true. With all the sincerity in the world. That is the man that I'm dating. She was like, you know what? If I had just gotten out of a really great six-year relationship, I would be with someone exactly like that. I am finding the craziest fucking psycho i yeah, can find sure and i'm gonna date him let's roll with it publicly <laughs> let everyone yeah, know i'm gonna hold hands it. with him oh. in exactly it's it yeah so. so funny she was like dead on so i was like that's so true yeah he was definitely there so we saw him with her own eyes but i don't know i'm a, i'm a feminist i support her in doing her thing oh, i you think do. he's weird yucky i think he's i don't know much about him but he seems gross he's yucky yucky. but we also we were at the show where taylor did throw some shade at joe alwyn where she said you know she always says when before she introduces betty she always talks about how she wants to woman explain to men how to apologize beautiful that is part of the set she always says that at our show she went on a little bit of a rant and said, like in the song, How You Get the Girl, I explain, here's how you get the girl back. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. And in, lo- in, in love, love story, story, here's how you propose. It's not that hard. And then you could tell that she kind of was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she like scattered in a couple of um. She's like, um, and then anyway, here's yeah, Betty. <laughs> it was perfect. And, and yeah, Kay shared afterwards. She's like, I didn't, I didn't click at the time, but like. She never says anything unintentionally. Like, I think that slipped out. Like, yeah. I think they're genuinely... Anyway. <laughs> we will know more. I, I'm, I'm consciously... Like, I'm aware that podcast episodes are not, you know, nothing's really evergreen. Like, this is this could come out and we could know so much more information in the future. And so, I'm really curious to see how this will unfold. Yeah. And um, we are not... We are just here having fun speculating about Taylor Swift. And then... Uh, just like everyone. Yeah. I don't claim to know anything more than anybody else does. And I mean, she wants it that way. Yeah, it's perfect. I I think being in that level of stardom, like, and I I had never been to a Taylor Swift concert, and neither had Kay. It just mm-hmm. hadn't lined up. Like, you're, you've been, like, a huge Lifetime Swifty. And I've been a, a Taylor Swift respecter always. I've never been one of those who was not, like, into her. But I... I think it kind of clicked like, oh, she's a goddess. We are here worshiping a goddess. Yes. Wholeheartedly. She, I respect anything she does. I respect anything she says. I know. I will follow her forever now. Our Lord and Savior Blondie. Our Lord and Savior Blondie, 100%. And so kind. Yes. And so lovely. And so silly. Just playful. Yeah. An angel. An absolute angel. So if any of y'all were at the Nashville show or the Atlanta show, we were in the same place, my friends. We love you, Swifties. Yes. And Swifty adjacents. <laughs> you know, drag along Swifties. Yeah, those are also I think I think she's converted a lot of folks to the cult of Taylor Swift. Join my cult. Yeah. I'm wholeheartedly in her cult. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to enjoy her music or whatever, but I am saying that you, have, you should probably respect mm-hmm. the talent that is there. It's like, I her range. Yeah. She's pop not. Music isn't for everybody. But, like, she's bigger than pop. Like, yeah. Con- you've got country. We've got iconic. folk, indie. Sure. Singer, yeah. songwriter. So there were something, fireworks. Something for everybody. If, you, if you're, like, a heavy metal rock fan, I can find you a Taylor Swift song that'll 
yeah. fit in that little niche for you. That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. These are life changing. Some life changing. Some. I mean, she is the music industry. Yes, we love to see it. <laughs> and that has been our Taylor Swift hour. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, we were going to tell an incredible story about our our nails again, but I think maybe we'll we'll jump into. <laughs> Okay, no, briefly, briefly, briefly. Okay, we will get to the book in three, two, one. No, just kidding. I think that Kay has won the heart. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, this nail tech, we, we don't know what happened. I don't know. All we know is that he also reads smut and he's determined to find our podcast he i don't even know how our conversation the man's doing my nails and you know typically when someone does my nails like there's very little conversation yeah never have i ever i don't just chat with the nail person not because i don't like them it's just like what do you talk about sometimes there's a language barrier and so it's just you know i'm trying to respect them and not try to force them to understand what i'm saying it is loud and busy and they're working and we're kind of chilling and i was getting my toes done because my nails i I had just gotten done we're our schedules are off and it's horrible it's terrible we're not gonna make it thank (laughs) y'all for your thoughts and prayers yes i'm gonna have to go an extra week on my nails this challenging time (laughs) yeah it's not right anyway so this man he was very nice. He's he's definitely younger than me. Almost Do you think? almost definitely Do younger you think? than me. I don't know. Yeah, he looked like he looked early twenties. All I know is that he was holding both of your hands. Well, because he had to <laughs> He had to do my. That's how you do nails. She the she texted romance. me. She texted me from her like chair and was like, "There's a boy holding your hands." <laughs> so he. We were having a conversation and he said a he said like damn or shit or something. He like cursed. Damn. And, I mean full local accent. Yeah. And he apologized and I was like, Oh no worries, I work with teenagers. It does not bother me at all. And he's like, Oh, what do you do? And I told him I'm a school counselor and A is not there. It's just me and this man having this conversation. Holding hands. And I was wearing my Taylor Swift shirt, and so he asked me about the Taylor Swift concert and we talked a little bit about that. And then he was like, okay, so besides Taylor Swift, what else do you like to do? And I said, well, I like to read, which is like a very normal thing to say. That's a normal hobby. Yeah, that you're doing really normal things. And then he said, oh, have you read any Colleen Hoover? Hmm. And I said, Funny. Yeah, you yes. No, you said, yes, she's a menace to society. She is a menace to society, and I stand by that. And I don't care what any of you all have to say. You 18 to 22-year-olds who read Colleen Hoover, she's a menace. I can't with you. I can't with y'all. <laughs> she is a menace. Uh, God. I mean, we love y'all. Please keep on listening. Please but listen. Colleen Hoover, what? And I was like, I read It Ends With Us, and I hated it. And he yeah. was like, you hated it? And so we had this conversation about It Ends With Us. And He's he deeply like, invested. Yeah, and he goes, it's just good old smut. And I was like, well, there's sex in it, but I would not call it smut. There's, there's a very good scene with a stethoscope that I enjoyed. However, <laughs> that is not smut. It is heavy as shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I smut. No, no, no. We don't. We're not talking about grief. We're not talking about trauma. We want. We want like some light, fluffy, and maybe like some plot points. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe a little kidnapping. Sure, some light <laughs> some kidnapping. Light kidnapping. We call that BDSM. But <laughs> but you know, we are not Colleen Hoover. That's where she's a menace. Like, yeah. And so somehow, me and this man end up talking about smut, and I just don't understand. It escalated quickly very quickly he asked me if i'd ever read 50 shades of gray 
Which the answer is yes. I have read it. It's been a long time. I have not. Maybe we should read it for this podcast. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so that's exactly what we I should review something terrible. The so he was like, "Is it good?" And I was like, "What do you mean by good?" No. <laughs> Why do people think of that with smut? I'm like, well, I was like, look, the writing is bad. The story is not interesting. Mm. And he was like, but is the smut good? And so and she said, what else do you say to that besides it does the trick? That's what Kay said. I was like, I mean, if that's you what know, you're coming for, it does the trick. It does the trick. And he lit up. He thought that was the funniest shit he'd ever heard. He, and I know that he lit up. I wasn't there for that exact moment, but he i once my toes were done i went over and sat with you and he was loving every minute of our conversation it was so funny it was wild so we did share that we have a secret podcast we told him that our podcast was a secret and he's determined to find it so if you're listening chris the nail tech chris the nail tech we really enjoyed And we told you we were going to talk about you on our podcast. Gold star. Yes. You will know that this is the podcast because we are talking about you now. Yes. And all good things. We told you we're not going to talk shit about no. you. I love he my nails. That people talk shit about their nail people. I don't talk shit about my nail I people. I would never. I'm like, thank you for fucking doing my I nails. I can't do this. Yeah. Yours look. I've gotten so many compliments. These are your favorite nails. They're amazing. I love them You've so much. You've got to get exactly this again. We learned a lot about Chrome. Yeah. Chrome's tricky, y'all. So, Chris the Nail Tech, if you're listening, thank you for my nails, and I'll be back <laughs> if you want to talk more smut. Um, Chris, before we come back, actually, we're going to need for you to read one of our books so that we can discuss it with you. Yes. Okay. 33 minutes in, I think it's time maybe we do what we're supposed to do in this podcast. I think we're right on time. <laughs> I think, about in right fact, best. we're the the right... We're. I'm trying to make a... Ooh, wow. We're the right women. On, on the right time. At the right time. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so... Good work. Do you have notes? I have a few notes at the beginning. Okay. And then, friends, I made the choice... To also listen to the audible version. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. I don't know. I'm not here to shame anyone for, like, what they're listening to. But there's a, there's a, a dramatization. Is that the word? With two actors. I'm doing... I'm listening to the Aquamath, the graphic oh. audio. Because I know that we're going to do it. I was like, I'll just listen to it again. Yeah. I'm listening to the graphic audio. It's so good. Wait, there's, like different actors i'm yeah, just listening there's like to a someone whole, there's a whole cast of characters <gasps> and there's like background sounds and piano oh, and like it's like well, they call wait. it a movie for your mind it's, why don't i listen to that one you should it's really good oh my god it's on it's on audible okay well <laughs> the sheer amount of audible books that i have that i actually have a hard copy of as well we're back to came in jack for this episode mm-hmm. also y'all in case you're I know y'all are worried. deeply invested in this but um yes so all that to say, I do have a few notes at the very beginning, but then I moved into a little audible moment. And if you are into like listening to smut being read to you, which is a bold move, then it's a good one. It's a good one. Start us off, okay? All right, my first highlights in chapter two on page twenty. Should we do a, a brief synopsis? Oh yes, right man, right What's time. What's this book about? Is a age gap fake dating hockey romance checks all my fucking boxes dude i texted a and i said hey i'm reading this book and you need to read it immediately immediately i was like we're reviewing this book at this moment and i started reading and i'm like oh yes 
I I thoroughly. I haven't. I'm going to need to reread some of it again, if you know what I mean. Yeah. There's some stuff that sticks with you. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so, so she has just gotten out of a relationship, and her ex is dating someone that she hates. And so she finds a man in the bar, and she kisses him and says, hey, pretend to be my boyfriend. Mm. And he says, sure. And then fake dating ensues he needs someone to go with him to events because because his ex-girlfriend is a piece of shit truly and we'll get into that too as well yeah 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 so she's in she is in college for journalism she's been assigned the sports something she's got to cover hockey and he plays hockey so she did not know all of this i megan quinn megan quinn i have a lot of respect for because I think she tells a good story. She sure does. It's not just... I mean, she t- writes excellent smut because we worry about the right holes. That's right. But, like, she writes excellent, like, um, empowered, witty female characters. Like, she knows what she's doing. Uh-huh. This is really... She's on to something. But, yeah, she didn't know that... So, it's Silas and Ollie... Ollie did not know. I don't want to spoil whatever you're about to read, but Ollie did not know that Silas was a hockey player. And she got this assignment, and she was so pissed. And then she found out, and it was like, oh. How perfect. The stars align. Yes. So it's, you know, you know you know what to expect. It's fake dating. Um, and weirdly enough, they end up liking each other. What? They fall in the love? Hot, she's attracted to the hot hockey player? All the off can't imagine. The, the contract they signed on a napkin? <sighs> You know, it's funny how when things are off limits, I'm looking at you, purity culture. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes immediately hotter. Every everything gets hotter when it's when forbidden. The, <laughs> nice. When the purity contract sign. <laughs> All right, chapter two, page twenty-eight. If you got your book with you, yeah, let's read along. Let's read along. These pages are arbitrary and made up. So good luck. The rules are made up, and the boys don't matter. <laughs> That's right. My name is Ollie, and I'm in a really tough spot, and I'm so sorry, but I'm about to kiss you because I need to stay face in front of my ex-boyfriend, who is now dating my nemesis. Yeah. If you don't stop me in three seconds, I'm going in. She says this at such a rapid rate, I almost don't understand what she's saying. Mm. And the confidence that this would take, I could never. Approaching the hottest man you have ever seen yeah and a bar and saying hey i'm about to fucking kiss you and if you say you better say no in the next three seconds i do love that she asked for consent in those three seconds i so much respect so So much respect i think it takes a lot of courage to go up to anyone and introduce yourself it it's tricky it's tricky even in platonic relationships especially if you're going to ask them to to make out with you to you know swirl your tongues around and stuff (laughs) to put your tongue in a stranger's mouth dear god i don't care how drunk you are yep all right a little later on down the page Hmm. hell this woman tastes good like tequila and promises (laughs) i highlighted that too and i said i wonder if i taste like that for two margaritas in a pda moment (laughs) i often who could we ask about that they're probably hey <laughs> babe <laughs> babe never mind I please don't come down here am a huge fan of tequila we're so i am a woman of a certain age hmm. and i don't do shots anymore well because i'm old um but when i was in atlanta for the taylor swift concert my sweet friend who's in at first initial is also a um, love her love her so much 
my my other friend S was in line for merch. Y'all are all the same age, to be clear. Well, A is she's in her early thirties. Well, then who who is she doing shots? I'm assuming this is going toward shots. Yeah. Oh my god. It was her idea. So S, the youngest of the group, the baby, is is in line for merch, and we're at the bar just chilling. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, "Should we do a shot?" And I was like, (laughs) "Um, okay." Um, <laughs> and so we asked the sweet bartender, who I'm sure hated us. We were like, just like, what you got? <laughs> and he was like, two girls, head to toe in sequins. Yeah. And he was like, I got you something. And he put tequila in a shot glass and then just did a little drop of the lime juice on it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> and we were like, okay, well, I guess we're going to do a tequila shot. Can you at least put some salt on our hands? Mm. <laughs> so... Um, I went back to my roots and licked my hand in a dirty bar yeah, you at did. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, you did. Uh, and put let him pour salt on my as God intended damp hand and did a tequila shot. And let me tell you, I see no flaws. It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really love tequila, and it didn't. It it I was not too. a mistake for me, but it was a mistake for my friend. <laughs> <gasps> well, she's super sick. She she got over it very quickly. That baby. But like she took it, and then she was like, "I'm gonna immediately." She's like, "I'm gonna throw up." <laughs> and well, I was. Well. So. Anyway, I'm a lover of tequila. I think tequila is very important. <laughs> I also am a believer in tequila. Um, I think maybe when. I have tasted like tequila. I don't taste like promises. I taste like I'm about to be fading fast and going to bed. I'm about to be going that night. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that whenever you taste tequila on me that I am anything but snoozy and and ready to chill. Yeah. It depends on how many margaritas I've had. Sometimes margaritas make me want to do something insane. <laughs> You know, there's really no predicting it, and that's the fun. It's really fun. Okay, later on down this page, please pretend to be my boyfriend for a second. Mm. Also, you're the best sex I've ever had. Ah. That makes me smirk. Damn. And I didn't even have to do anything to earn the title. I catch her glance of, I catch her glance over her shoulder, and so I quickly say, I'm Silas. <laughs> and so I just wrote, you know, she's saying... Like, hey, pretend like you're the best sex I've ever had. I'm like, bro, I can guarantee you that this is going to become true later on in this book. To be very clear, y'all are about to discover a whole new world. (laughs) You're the best sex I've ever had. And it's like, yeah, we know this by just looking at Mm. (laughs) him. Yes. Yes, that's correct. This is how how sexual attraction works. And comparatively to the man she had before, I think anything would be the best sex she ever had. Yanni sounds... Like, exactly who I would date at 20, 21. 21. She's of age. Gross. Yes. That is a that is quite the move that Megan made. Yeah. Age gap. All right. Page 30. Mm. Uh, this is Yanni talking, the ex-boyfriend. He says, you're, you're dating Silas Taters. And y'all, you know what time it is. <gasps> Boil a mash and stick him in a stew. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> I literally wrote, what's Tatus? <laughs> what's Tatus? <laughs> <laughs> there are several things you can count on this podcast, friends. Number one, Taylor Swift. Number two, potatoes. <laughs> Number two, potatoes. <laughs> Number three, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Number four, nails. And Pride and Prejudice. Those are the things that you can guarantee. You can 
bank on it, y'all. What do you have anything really important to add about potatoes? That's all I wrote. Okay, yeah. I will say that Ollie makes several references to his name being Taters, which I think is really important. Why is his name Taters? Megan, please. I think that Megan, Megan, I really hope one day you listen to this. Um, I would be forever flattered. We only say nice things about you. Yeah, we love you very much. Um, But I just, I need to know why. I need to know why. I I do think that she chose, especially this name, I think she chose it uh, based on nickname capacity. Ah. So, yeah, because... Um, we are dealing with a fucking insolent woman. We are here. dealing with a fucking insolent woman who we love. Yes. And um, he's got a lot of guy friends. Mm. And, you know, because they're men, they got to rag on each other. They're dudes. They got to talk in their texts and their group chat. They're their locker room <laughs> talks. And, like, I love Megan Quinn because she does make these, uh, like, guy friend groups where they have these group texts. Yes. And they're really funny with each other, but none of them are toxic. Like, mm. they're all really uplifting and. So it's really it's really nice to see. Yeah, I have that highlighted in here at some point. I will we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, she's she's leaving Silas at the bar because she she got she got what she needed. <laughs> you know, she he pretended to be her boyfriend for what she needed. And she says, "Now if you'll excuse us, we have some drinking to do tonight and I'm you, and you sure you have the same goal at hand. Have a good night." Sit down i say in a firmer tone which stops her mm. she slowly turns on her heel um excuse me she she asks a spark of fire lighting up in her burning irises did you just try to use some alpha hero voice on me <laughs> fuck that alpha hero voice what the hell is that i ask and huh. I, I said yes he did and it worked on me so sit down you insolent woman <laughs> you know it worked on me it worked on me. You insolent woman, sit your ass down. I'm an innocent bystander. <laughs> and 18 to 22 year olds, y'all need to respond exactly like this when a man tells you to yes. sit down. Ollie had the right response. Yes, correct response. And we are allowed to, to swim. <laughs> uh, page 36. How old are you? She tilts her head. 21. And how old are you? 31. I answer. Ew, you're in your 30s? Ew. What the fuck? Okay, number one, triple alert. Here's an age gap. Mm-hmm. Number two, do not say ew. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. That's so mean. We can't do anything about 31 our age. Is not old. Thirty-one is rem- you eighteen to twenty-two year olds. We're not old. We really aren't. I will never forget the day my angel Gen Z client. For the love of God, if you listen to this, I will die of embarrassment. And we can talk about it. It's fine. I will never forget the day when she said, I said something, I think I said like bet or like something <laughs> relatable. And then she said, you know, like, I don't know if this is true with your generation. Stop. I wanted to die. Like, <coughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I see your point. I see you're putting me in my place. It hurts. One of my students once like that she was in my office and she said, ugh, my mom texts like a millennial. And I said, shut your mouth. Like a millennial? I was like, what does that even mean? I'm a millennial. Get out. What? Get like, out. What are they trying to say? I we know. use the laughing, crying emoji. I think it was that. Yeah. She's like, oh, she talks like such a millennial. So sue us. I was like. I make no apologies. I was so hurt. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I I really understand. I really. And then she makes, he makes a um, Rugrats reference. And then she says, it's your birthday. <laughs> 
Your birthday is today. Happy, happy birthday today. Rugrats fans in this house. Um, well, not me. I mean, to be clear, it's my partner. Yeah, it's yeah not that that's I'm not true. A you weren't allowed to I wasn't allowed to watch Rugrats because I don't know. There was joy. We can't have that. But Rugrats has a birthday song in some niche episode at some point, and my partner thinks that we need to sing specifically that birthday song at every birthday gathering. Even if nobody has ever heard that song in their life, no, he will. He will just sing it without mm-hmm. apology. He he's really enthusiastic about it. But the point is, is that Ollie does not know what Rugrats is, and that's something I must have missed. That that makes me hurt inside. <sighs> I do like that Megan Quinn kind of like you know. Parses out their little age gap. Yeah. Like, she separates them at the beginning and then kind of brings them together later. Megan, you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> Ouch. Um, page 36, later on down the page, she's saying, Ew, I kissed an old man. <laughs> and he says, You kissed an experienced man. There's a difference. Period. And I wrote, Sorry, Ollie, I'm on his side. <laughs> I'm Team Silas on this matter. Mm. When it comes to sex, ladies. You want someone, you want an experienced man. For the love of God, stop dating babies. Yeah. I mean, update someone Date who's someone safe. appropriate for like, your age. Please, but also, know what you're getting into. Yeah. Don't be surprised when he has no idea what he's doing. Because in this day and age, you can't trust anyone, she says before taking a drink of her margarita. Hmm. So what makes you think I can trust you? Oh, you can't. She shakes her head and sets her glass down. I'm a total wild card. <laughs> Truly can't. the most ornery in the morning, especially after drinking. I tend to focus more on my needs than others. And even mm. though I say I don't want something secretly, I always do. Completely untrustworthy. So if we're done here, I shall retreat to my friend to see how he's doing with his conquest. to sit on Fernando's penis. Mm. And I just wrote fucking insolent woman. <gasps> I also wrote fucking insolent fucking woman. Insolent woman. Yes, when uh, on page thirty-eight, arbitrary. But um, he says the fucking audacity of this girl when she's talking about like, excuse me for wanting to make sure you're not an impersonator trying to score women into false identity. Blah, blah blah. Poor schmuck. He says poor schmuck. The fucking audacity of this girl. <laughs> and then you know, as the turntables, this man is not poor. Uh, he's very not poor. Many sexy. Yeah. Um, that was shortly before Fernando's penis. You can continue. Shortly before Fernando's penis. Mm-hmm. Um, I just highlighted, I need you to pretend to be my girlfriend. And I put little sirens and said, trope alert. Fake dating. Fake dating, everybody. So fucking good. It's one of my favorites. Can't go wrong. Uh, page 43. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite sure you understand how hard it is for a 31 year old to bounce back after a night out I just wrote this book pains me (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help but imagine the quantities of alcohol that they were drinking and thinking how I would feel yeah so he drinks like I think two two or three scotch yeah he has some scotch a couple fingers of scotch in each in each glass so I would imagine that would give you a headache sure would sure would at the beginning of chapter three, I have highlighted, um, I just really appreciated his dedication um, in terms of hangover food, in terms of, you know, the direction that they're going in the relationship. I really appreciated that he got, or she she reached, she was like, you know, we're going to meet up. And he, she was like, bring sandwiches. And he said, what kind of sandwiches? And she responded, meat ones. Ones with meat. 
Meet once. Meet once. See you at noon. See you at noon. Talking about Gen Z texting. That's how you fuckers text. That's right. I can't. I can't with you. Yeah. Um, and then shortly after, he says, I ordered five different sandwiches because I was unsure what she would want. This is a theme that's carried throughout the book. I deeply respect a man who is like, I don't know exactly what you'd like, so I'm going to cover all the bases. I'm going to cover the bases here and let you get what you want. Because I want you to have what you want. Yeah. It's beautiful. Also, money. Haha, <laughs> money. <laughs> um, I think this is a little earlier in the chapter. We're bouncing around just a touch because yeah. this is super cute. Yeah. So she says, she's she gets up. She had a couple, she had a several margaritas. She oh, just yeah. hops right out of bed because she's 21 fucking years yeah. old. Yeah, with a little perky boobs. Yeah. Um, so she talks to her robot that I will try not to alarm, but she says, Hey mm-hmm. robot, um, play today's hits. And I wrote a girly just like me. <sighs> and then later on down the page, like two lines later, I woke up this morning fresh as a daisy. So I went on a run followed by a simple ab workout, then walked yeah. to the dining hall and picked up a protein smoothie. And I just wrote, "Never mind." This girl was not like me. <laughs> So at first, you thought you had something in common with Ollie. And then she went on a run, did an mm. ab workout, and got a smoothie. Yeah, I think Megan here is really highlighting the difference between a 21-year-old and a 31-year-old. We're not the same. If I had if I had three margaritas and woke up the next morning, I my hangover position is blackout blinds drawn in my bonus room, sure. curled up sure. on the fetal position and on the couch, Hoping that my partner will bring me something with bread in it. <laughs> Somebody must take care of me. My hangover position um, is leaving my house at <laughs> yes, four in the morning. That's exactly what I was say. <laughs> you know why I leave, Kay? You know why I leave when I'm hungover what? at your house? It's not because I don't love you. You know why? It's because this man who lives in this house will wait on me hand and foot yeah i am desperate for someone not that you wouldn't but like he is contractually he's contractually contractually obligated yes through marriage and he is he is very good at caretaking so i come home because i want to be taken care of like a baby (laughs) i'm nothing if not a thorough host if your drink is toast if your drink is empty i'm gonna refill it Kay is really really good at um making sure that my cup is never empty here's the thing about that if it's never empty you never actually know how much um vodka you really had oopsie yeah you can't know all you know is that it's full again and it tastes like a moscow mule and it's perfect (laughs) i can't help it i have a i have a gift for making my friends so drunk they have to sleep on my couch that's just good southern hosting i see no flaws i see no flaws okay but that's your hangover posture um i will say our angel our angel silas who i love so much um the most lego man of all he brought several sammies he sure did because that's how he's doing it um okay so this is ross talking to ollie Ooh. Uh, sorry not to take you off your train of thought, but uh, gay best friend? How do I feel about a gay best friend? I, the trope is tired. and it But I do like that he, he has his own little story, which yes. is nice. Um, He's not just an accessory. Yeah. He's got his own little story arc. Um, yeah, and he falls in love with someone mm-hmm. down the road. We'll see. Yeah, I think it's a cute way to do it, but I... I yeah. I love having LGBTQAIA plus characters 100%. in the book. 100%. But I think the, like, gay best friend thing... Secondary. Yeah. yeah. And there's a way to do it without doing the, like, gay best friend. Like, you can have gay 
a gay friend without yeah. doing the gay best friend trope. That's true. This kind of walks the line. I will say, I think that that she, I think she's they're genuinely tight. Like that's like her best friend. Yeah. And so I don't know. We just don't. Where you know we're, he's he's a real person. Yeah. He found love too, though. Yes. So Ross says, "Did you see his forearms? They're all ripply and muscular." Trust me, he's good in bed. I bet he has a piercing. Oh my God, you've lost it. I've moved, I move around him. He has the tattoos and the scruffy hair, broad shoulders, wicked lips, roguish eyes. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt he's got a pierced cock. And with the way that you love giving head, could you imagine <laughs> if there was a piercing on it? And so, you know, you mm. know what we call this here, folks? This is foreplay shadowing. Foreplay shadowing. That's Y'all, all one word, to be clear. Foreplay, foreplay shadowing. shadowing. Yes. Um, they're just, she's painting a picture, a little mental picture for us. I also would really, really like to meet some 21 year olds who talk like that. Yeah. I would pay actual money. I, yeah. What's, uh, you all having these conversations? <laughs> roguish I have, eyes. I have roguish eyes. Sorry, I'm worrying about the wrong holes. I also, I've never looked at a man and been like, he probably has a penis piercing. Like, absolutely never has come to my mind. Mm-mm. Maybe I'm not looking at enough men. You know what? That's the problem. We'll add that to our research when we go to the beach. Oh, <laughs> good plan. <laughs> good call. Good call. Um, okay, so this is chapter four. Uh, I rub my hand over my forehead, absolutely humiliated as I sit in my Tesla. And I just wrote, okay, fully no offense to Ollie, but this is a grown-ass man, and she's too young for him, and I want him for myself. I just... It occurred to me so many times how this gorgeous, gorgeous man is wasted. So completely wasted on... I don't know about wasted on Ollie. I think that she is mature for her age and all those great things. I think that they're genuinely... By the end of this book, I really bought it that, like, these people love each other. Like, this is real. Yeah. And (laughs) this is a grown-ass man with a grown-ass job. Grown ass life. And grown ass money. And she doesn't even appreciate. She doesn't even know the blood, All she sweat, does and tears. Is make fun of how old he is. I know. And 31 is not old. 31 is, I mean, a baby. A baby. A baby for me. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, uh, um, we didn't note, it, note this. The sandwiches, to be clear, are being eaten in her dorm room. Oh, yes. He is in her college dorm room which is kind of hot it's kind of hot um i think it's mentioned at some point how exactly hot that is also it is to be noted this is the first time that she is in a crop top with no bra very shall not be the last very common for ollie by common we mean the has she worn a bra this whole cannot remember a time when she was wearing a bra I don't know if it's Silas. I don't know if it's Megan Quinn. I don't know why that's the number one feature that we're highlighting here, but she never wears a bra and her tits are amazing. That That is thoroughly covered in She's this. She's got those perky 21-year-old titties. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. It's because she's Maybe. a child. An adult. She's an adult. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> she is of age. Yeah. It's just... Look, I remember being 21... Mm. so different than than who i am now <laughs> yes thank you for thank you that's i got married at 21 a child bride an and actual child bride i am not, i was we are not the same healthy 23 yeah we are not the same and 
I respect. I just, I saw, I saw, and where's her bra? I can barely, I can see her whole nipple against the sheer fabric of her shirt. Woo! Is this something she wears on the daily? Sure is. It uh, actually, yeah, you'll find out. So that is her uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> um, is this really how we're going to start the conversation? Masturbation? Yep. I truly believe the best way to get to know someone is through their orgasms. So, yes, how many times a week do you come? So, Kate, tell me about I'm how many times that you ha- Oh, you're not answering that question on the podcast. I wasn't actually going there because I ha- I wouldn't put you in that position. Would you answer that question? No. Mm, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. Because that is my personal sex life, which we do delve into a little bit on the show. But, you know, some things we got to leave to the mystery, to the mystery of the mind. Right. But I do think I would like to ask how many times have you talked about masturbation with other human beings in conversations? People I just met? Yeah. Like People this? you just met who brought you five sandwiches. Well, he brought me five sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and a pickle. And, and a pickle. See, oh, I don't know if I have Are like you a pickle th- fan? I'm a huge pickle fan. Oh my God, gross. <sighs> I cannot. I, I can't believe I didn't highlight the pickle thing. I thought I had. I vaguely phallic. Love pickles so fucking much. What my, kind? What kind? There's several kinds dill. of pickles. I don't like sweet pickles. Oh my god! If I was gonna ever have a pickle, it would be sweet pickle. No, no sweet pickles. The, like the, the crunchy, like the, the little wavy cut. Um, why do you like a dill pickle? Why are you the way that you are? Look, I am the way that I am, and I've been this way since I was a child. My. That seems like a trauma response. No. So, <laughs> this is just gonna be a weird fact about me, but <laughs> when I was like a toddler and or maybe like like one or two yeah my i you know toddlers and babies they don't like to take baths so the way my mom would get me to take a bath which she would give me you know you've seen them at the grocery store the jars of the whole dill pickles i she would give it to me in the bath and i would just gum on it oh my god that's so cute so from like one year old i loved pickles so much i still love them my partner gets extra pickles on most of his sandwiches so he can give them to me that's super sweet i god i love pickles that that brings me so much joy to know that about you i um i watched the best tiktok recently about it was just the most like honest she was like 20 something and she was like i was taking out my trash it was really heavy and there was lots of like glass or maybe she was taking on her recycling maybe she was a responsible person and and like it was clanking and it was like making lots of glass sounds and her neighbor was like ooh had a great crazy weekend or something obnoxious and she was like ooh yeah oh yeah and she was like I didn't have the guts to say like those are all pickle jars those are my pickle jars <laughs> those are like a dozen pickle jars to be clear like it was so cute. That is She's me. like, I, d- I don't want my neighbor to know that I'm a pickle girl. I'm a, I'm a pickle girl. I don't think there's any shame in being a pickle girl. I, d- I mean, I don't prefer them, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, chapter five. Because they're fake dating, mm-hmm. Ollie has placed a photo of Silas on her desk at work to show the bitch Candace what's <sighs> up. bitch Candace. Candace is the girl that's dating his her ex, and she's horrible. She really is. Um, 
And so Ollie is saying, I picked an amazing picture. Shirt pulled up halfway, showing off the deep V in his waist mm -hmm. and his endless stack of abs, his wet hair hanging around his shoulders, the scruff on his face defining his sharp jawline, those freaking eyes of his, crystal blue and sparkling as they dangerously look at the camera. He's fucking hot. Yep. Absolutely. Yup, I said it. So hot. Like, take me to the hardware store to purchase an AC unit for my nether regions hot. <laughs> I must highlighted that too. I said that is a very special level of hot. This is also the first time that you hear from Ollie's perspective her note that he's hot. Yeah, that she's attracted to him. Yeah, it's very like she she is not that nice to him. <laughs> well, we respect, we respect. Yeah, it's it's really re I love that like he's immediately attracted to her from his perspective, but it's fun to hear her be like, oh yeah, and I mean I guess he's attracted. Also, he's really hot. <laughs> Blue eyes, abs, the whole nine. It should be noted at this point that he's a Lego man. Look, I don't know what color his hair is. It's blonde. It said so many times. Did it? I must have just skipped on him. Yeah, you really did. He's not blonde in my brain, y'all. He's the blondest. <laughs> he's like a like a Viking. Yeah. Look, how do you feel about that? I think that he is probably more your type than he's my type. Oh, he's like textbook my type, unfortunately. Yeah. Blue eyes, huh? Yes! <laughs> yes! I, I like blue eyes too, but... I don't know. They often come with blonde men. They occasionally come with brown-haired men. Occasionally. Do, now, is this not to like overuse because i do think that our our man from our last our last book was a very sad lego man in some ways silas also fits the he's a pretty sad lego man he's a pretty sad lego man but he's also kind of like a little bitch about it he really is he really does have to work through that um i to to bounce around for just a second i did highlight in chapter four on page 62 um, I wish I could show this to you. Um, I was typing it out on my Kindle with my thumbs, like <laughs> like like a peasant, because I don't have the Kindle scribe. Um, I so this book is for gym rats, but both S's are Z's inexplicably. Gym rats. This book is for gym rats. <laughs> um, so Silas is super cut. We make that very clear, but also Ollie is too, and they do have that in common, which is really sweet. But working out and physical activity in many capacities is mentioned so many times throughout this yes. book. Yes. Like Megan one of the, Quinn, are you a gym rat? Like, why? Yeah. One of the things that, like, one of, part of their bargain is that she can use his home gym. Ah. I'm like, can I use we'll your home bed? <laughs> can I use your massage chair? Yeah. What you got else? What else you got in that house? Can That's I, not weights. <laughs> your home theater? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so chapter six, page 91. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Megan Quinn truly wrote this book directly to offend me. I don't, mm. I don't know why she did this to me. Do you ever feel bad for people who get Ravenclaw, I ask? No one ever talks Ooh. about it. Gryffindor is clearly Ooh. superior. Slytherin has its own merit because it's evil. And then Hufflepuff is for all the fun-loving people. But what about Ravenclaw? You know, now that you mention it, I don't think I've ever hear anyone claim that they're from Ravenclaw. That's sad. Okay. Bitch. I'm a fucking Ravenclaw, okay? What? Yes. You are? I value wisdom. 100%. This feels like a red flag. Vaguely. Raven. 
My partner's also a Ravenclaw. We're both Ravenclaw. <gasps> You're both Ravenclaws? What do you think I am? I think you are a Slytherin. What? Enneagram you. Th- Enneagram three. Ambition. No. Ambition. No, I've been to therapy. <laughs> Sorry, this is not a slight for you Slytherins. Maybe it is. My brother's a Slytherin. I like I like Slytherins. Your brother's not okay. <laughs> My younger brother and my older brother, we don't know. Oh, okay. Your younger brother's just fine. Yeah. Um, I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't see. <laughs> well, that's true. If we had a cold open in this show, I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like enthusiasm. this is, I feel like Megan Quinn maybe is a Hufflepuff and she is trying to make Hufflepuff seem less lame. No, I think hufflepuffs are genuinely wonderful i don't think they're bad but i also have never heard anyone shade ravenclaws so badly and i am hurt ravenclaws tell me something good about a ravenclaw besides wisdom ravenclaws they are extremely smart and driven and (laughs) our colors are blue and gold so (laughs) that means nothing i'm i'm upset (laughs) our colors are blue and gold <laughs> grass is green <laughs> the, the sky is blue. you know what so there ravenclaws rise up do they i'm asking our listeners <laughs> hey any other ravenclaws out there who are hurt by this i y'all to be clear before you come at me you're welcome to come at me i deserve it but also i only read harry potter for the first time last summer all of it all of it wow. yeah i read all of them last summer in graduate school it was a good move oh, but yeah. there was so much i didn't know yeah movies don't really tell you there are whole actual characters missing from oh no i i haven't seen all the movies because the oh. books live in infamy in yes. my heart forever i do get to that point where i read the books and i'm like i can't let a movie spoil this but um to be clear in context they're trying to find things they're trying to compare notes they're trying to find things that they enjoy yeah that ollie and silas um have in common and gryffindor silas is a (gasps) gryffindor silas is a gryffindor and ollie is a hufflepuff because i was about to say because she's right with god but that's because i've had to came into yeah yeah (laughs) look This is so millennial of us to talk about Harry Potter in such depth. But you know what? Ollie's not a millennial, and she's talking about Harry Potter. Exactly. My partner and I, we watch this show called Um Actually, which is the nerdiest show you could ever watch. Um Actually? Yes, and it's exactly what it sounds like. So, they basically, it's a trivia show where the host will read statements about classically nerdy things like lord of the rings and star wars and harry potter and just like all of these different (laughs) fandoms so he will read a statement about the the show that sounds like a fact but there's something wrong with it and they so the contestants will have to buzz in and be like um actually (gasps) that's so good is it a youtube show um it's not youtube is it a podcast it's not a podcast we'll link it in the show notes Uh, yeah i'll send it to you oh my god so um, and actually, yeah. So anytime there's like a Harry Potter question, we are both like fighting each other to get it first. Oh, that's amazing! It's like Jeopardy, but better. Yeah, <gasps> I love that. Yeah, is my mic cutting out a lot? You do sound kind of distant. I'm gonna let this baby girl upstairs. Okay, I'll switch mics. And we have such it. luxury; we can switch mics. We will be back. Okay, we are back, folks. Um, hopefully. 
I try to listen back a little bit, and I think my mic sounds okay, but this one does sound better, so sorry about that. Just a little mic switch. Yeah. Because we have three mics. That's right. We are such professionals. We can rotate our mics out. We truly, we have multiple mics. This is so that we can have multiple people on the spot ski. Mm-hmm. It's important to us. Case Tessa Bailey ever, or Megan Quinn, either oh one God. of them want to join our podcast. Can you imagine? <laughs> I would actually cry. I would remodel my whole home to have them here forever. Um, we were just saying, we were just going over our notes a little bit while we were getting set up again. But um, I would like to mention in chapter six, uh, the guys all descend, his hockey team, you know. Mm-hmm. I they, think each of them have a book. I, they've got to. I was going to I ask. know that I've read. So there's a Posey. Okay. A Holmes. I thought I'd Hornsby. seen Posey. I think I've read Posey's book. Okay. They were giving uh, the. I, I just went off contact. <laughs> Came and Jack. I just went off context clues because I was like, wait, they're giving so much like information about these friends. Maybe there's books mm-hmm. about them. It was like callbacks that like you would recognize yeah. if you had read other books. Like which, whichever one is with Winnie, I've read that book. Ooh, cute! Yeah. I want to read it. Okay, well. I just, whenever they came in and, like, descended upon his home, he, uh, that I highlighted in chapter six, we're here to make sure you're okay. And because, you know, you're retreating because of Sarah, and we're here to make sure you're okay. Mm -hmm. And I, the healthy masculinity of, like, checking on your your friend, like, being involved, being, this is just, like, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, like, bro, are are you okay? Yeah, like, they help each other sext. Like, that's healthy masculinity. (laughs) No, it that I mean the emotional openness with one another is mm-hmm. really beautiful. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, guys, take notes. Yeah, do you want to talk about what Sarah did? Ooh, so the book opens with this. It's the very friends. first scene in the book. It's salacious. It's salacious. So we don't hear anything else from Todd and Nancy, do we? Mm-mm. So Todd and Nancy, such classic names. Oh my god. So, long story short, well, I guess it's not super long, but he walks into um, a bra on the counter. She's, they've not been having a lot of sex, and he's like, okay, maybe they've been together since high school. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, we're getting spicy. Ooh, this is exciting. Goes in there to Nancy going down on Sarah. They've been together since high school for context, like, mm-hmm. just with each other. And Todd, fucking Todd, is over there in the corner. With his ass on his... on. On Silas's chair. Where he changes his shoes. Yeah. If we're remembering the story accurately. Yeah. His balls on the chair. <laughs> With his, is it his mediocre dick? Yeah. Mediocre. Mediocre. Y'all. Mediocre. I think he called it his mediocre boner. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I mean, come on. And Sarah, there was no shame. Not Mm-mm. like. She, full eye contact with Silas when he walked in with just. Mm. Yeah, Megan does an incredible job here. No, I'm sorry to like break the is it the third wall, the fifth wall? Whenever I like bring in the author, because oh. like I know we're like swallowed up in the story, but like I feel, I feel like Megan does a really great job in making Sarah so extremely unlikable. Yes, there's some. It's hard sometimes to make women unlikable mm-hmm. in smut written written by women for women it's like without being like sexist exactly like she really does do a good job of making sarah a real a real selfish bitch Mm -hmm. yeah so So that's your opening scene in this book so you kind of know the level of spice you're gonna get here. yeah like an, an, an unapologetically open door yeah all right i'm in chapter seven here 
Um, she says, honestly, the only orgasms I've ever felt have been hand delivered by me. From the corner of my eye, I catch his grip on the steering wheel tighten even further. Am I making you mad? I ask, sensing the tension in his shoulders as well. Mm. Yeah, only because I can't stand guys who don't put in the effort. Yeah, me too, baby. Yeah. You know what? Same. <laughs> Are you saying you put in the effort, Silas? I ask teasingly. He makes another right, then slowly pulls in front of a lavish hotel. When he puts the car in park, he turns towards me and says, I don't come until she comes. And without, he's, mm. he's out of the car and moving around the front to open my door. Yeah. You know? I also highlighted that. Say it with me, folks. Is that a promise, Captain? <laughs> Is that a promise? <laughs> um, it did remind me of the book She Comes First by some sex therapist somewhere. And I've been wanting to read that. It is um, it is kind of, you know, a little discussion on female pleasure. It's kind of important. Yeah. You know? Very important. To have, to be equal. To be equal in the bedroom. Yes, yes. And, you know, there are certain things that have to be done in order to make it equal. Because... People, you know, women don't always come as quickly. What's the average? It takes like, what is it? I'm not about to make up a fact right here on the I podcast. Know. I know. I read it? something recently. Yeah. Google, let's do a live fact check of how long it takes women to come on average. In a study that included 2,304 women who Shit. completed a questionnaire about their health, lifestyle habits, sexual history and activities, orgasms and distress. Some women had difficulty with orgasms while others climaxed easily. On average... Women reach orgasm in 14 minutes during yes. during partnered sex. Par- ooh. Ooh. You know. That's an interesting distinction there. Let's, let's, ex- uh, I'm sure, well, that would be an interesting study on alone. How many, with self-pleasure. It, and that's not to say, uh, there's different kinds of pleasure. We're not saying that, like, that no partner can ever do it as well as you can do yourself. But the female sexual experience is complex. Yeah. And it, I, the, the premise of she comes first is kind of important because sometimes folks with penises can come really quickly or come with minimal stimulation. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas folks with vulvas, it requires a little more work. A little effort, my friends. A little effort for excellent payoff. But it's important that... Yeah, and you know, my thought is always, this works in my personal relationship, in that we're pretty certain my partner is going to finish. Yeah, you know. We're pretty certain that's going to happen, and so we don't need to focus on that all that much. You know, it's it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. It takes very little effort and energy. Yes. Because I'm- So, we're here. I exist in this world, and I'm beautiful, and you know, there. You I'm can not just saying come. this is how it has to be, but it is very important that your partner enjoys that you are enjoying it. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yes, my girlies, if you're listening. It is important that, it, and if you do not feel that this is the case with your partner, y'all need to have a little heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. Across the gender spectrum, like if you do not feel that your partner is into your pleasure... You're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Yep. Some of the, like, few issues we have in our sex life is, like, 
it like if things are not going the way that they're normally going it's because he can tell that i am not having fun and he's like that's yes. it's not hot for me if you're not having a good time that is that he's is like, so we're not gonna do this mm, that is the kind of culture we went to we went to cultivate yes we want to cultivate that mindset. It's very important. And so Silas, green flag yes. on your sexual ethic. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your service, sir. All right. I'm on page 126. A man written by a woman. <laughs> oh, if only they could all be written by a woman. Am I right, ladies? <sighs> truly, and truly. Non-binary folks. And <laughs> men, too, if you're listening. I don't think so, though. Chris. I did say, like, our stats do say that we have, like, I think it's, like, 2% men, but I think that might be your partner. <laughs> like, the one time he listened, I think that might be with him. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just don't know think. what y'all are getting into. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ollie is standing her ground a little bit here with Silas, mm. and she says, just like with my dad, this is not something I take lightly, nor will I let it slide. Don't talk to me like that i say just because you think you're wiser than me doesn't give you the authority to treat me like a child Whew. i fucked up tonight because i thought gloria would see right through us the panic made me try to think of a more elaborate story that seemed more believable i'm sorry they didn't paint you as the golden boy of vancouver my mm. apologies i didn't know your ego needed to be stroked that badly mm. yes stand your ground and let him know that you've been hurt yes you don't get to talk to me like that beautiful beautiful because silas does have a tendency to like talk down to her because he's older than her and yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it's no excuse but it's also it makes me wonder what his dynamics were in his prior relationship mm -hmm. like but i it's you know what ladies it's not our responsibility to like police how they're talking it is our responsibility though to say hey no you don't get to talk to me like that. We, it is our responsibility to navigate and voice our own comfort level, our own boundaries, and say, hey, that bothers me. I would appreciate it if you did not speak to me in that way. Yeah. That's offensive. That does belong to us, and we should be voicing yes. that. It's that okay ever? to tell people that you didn't appreciate the way they said things to you. Yeah, that is more than appropriate. Please, we need more, more women out there yeah. speaking up. Um, we have a Taylor Swift reference on page 137. I, I did wonder if this was when you recommended it to me. Because you weren't all the way through it whenever I you wasn't. recommended it to me. <laughs> now, if you don't mind, I'd like to turn on some Taylor Swift to pump me up. <laughs> yes. Taylor Swift for <laughs> pumping up. Uh, yeah. And if you piss me off, I can go into the party with reputation on my mind. Mm. Or we can be friendly and fly in on a lover high. Take your pick. Mm. I tug on my hair and sigh. Do lover. Do lover. Now look, as this is what I wrote, as mm. a rep stan myself, I would say it's always okay to attend with reputation on the brain. Ooh. Because reputation is a love album, y'all. It's a love album. Oh, say more about that. Okay. It starts off hardcore, ready for it. Yeah, are are you ready for it? In the middle of the night, in my dreams, I know I'm gonna be with you, so I take my time. True. Come okay. here dressed okay. in black now. Scratches down your back now. I only bought this dress so you could take it off. As the good Lord intended. Call it what you want. Okay. It's a love album. You're right. My babies fit like a daydream. King of my heart. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, I could see that. It's not just angry. Yeah. Revenge. That's what's so beautiful about it. Because it, you... It, it came in with this, like, look what you made me do, hard. Yeah. 
aesthetic and then you get to the, you listen to the album in full and it's like no this is not what we expected this is yeah this is this is about love and being who you are in in the relationship mm, unapologetically I could, I could talk about it all day Ooh, okay okay i see it now yeah but i i also see what ollie is saying here of like hey you're pissing me off i yeah. can go in with reputation or i can go with lover and then he's like okay I'll go with lover. Which this, I, I also love. I love her. Yeah, lovers. Yeah, you just also really, really love reputation. I I do love... This is a perk of a guy who has been in a long-term relationship. He has seen Bridgerton, and he is well-versed in Taylor Swift. That's right. Yes, he is. He was with his high school sweetheart for so many, many years. Yes, yes. So he's he knows what's up. Yeah, he is not... He may be a hockey player, but he is not living under a rock. All right, um, I'm in chapter 10, page 165. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. This is stupid. Your feelings aren't stupid. You're right. (coughs) My feelings are valid. Thank you, Silas. Absolutely. He advocates for her feelings. That's right. He says, your feelings aren't stupid. Your feelings aren't stupid. He's falling in love with her. He constantly tells her to feel her feelings, though he doesn't Mm. listen to his own advice, which is very... I would never do something. I would like that. never do that. I would never tell my students to feel their feelings and then dissociate mine. Actively avoid yours <laughs> all the time. No, it's it is something to note that he is not feeling his own, but he's encouraging her. I do think that it's really beautiful though because he really cares about her. Yeah, he cares about her. And he doesn't want her to end up like him. Yeah. And, yeah, and he he there's this nurturing. Yeah. I mean, her and her little mini backpack. For the love of God, why? Oh. Why the mini backpack? Can we yeah. talk about the mini backpack? <laughs> I just love that she shows up to his house with her backpack on all the time. It's like, could you look younger, please? <laughs> <laughs> like her his friends are there, and she's just with her backpack. It's like, who's this? I, I have highlighted to bounce ahead on chapter 16, just mini backpack, because I didn't want to forget to mention the mini backpack. That she's constantly, I'm not, I'm not dissing a mini backpack. Oh, I, ha- I have an R2-D2 mini backpack. You do? That's I love right. it. <laughs> I'm speaking R2-D2. But yeah, I, I mean, I have, I don't think I still have a mini backpack, but I do have regular size backpacks that I carry all the time. So, I respect. I just think it's Megan Quinn, you're you're nailing the the du- the juxtaposition. Crop tops and backpacks and then he's dressed like a grown ass man. Suits, ties. Whew. Yep. She's like, "Do you do you have a tux?" and he's like, "I do this all the time." Yes. <laughs> I've got a tux. I have multiple actually. Yeah, like we're good. Uh, chapter 12, page 203. I just highlighted if he's not pierced, I would be freaking shocked. There's that foreplay shadowing again, my friends. You know where this is going, you all. When we get to the spice... Writing on the wall. Yeah, mm. it's, it's coming. This is a good example of the spice isn't necessarily happening. This isn't necessarily a slow burn. Would you say it's a slow burn? I mean, I'm on 285. I don't think we're ha- we've hit any spice yet. Yeah. This but is a longer book, though. This does not a, feel like a slow it burn. It went fast for, like, I read it so fast. Yeah. Like, it It feels hot. Like, there's a lot of tension, mm-hmm. but not, like, hook, line, and sinker tension. This is, like, 
overtly sexual tension like they're talking about masturbation they're talking about like it's very royally not ready and that they're overtly yes. sexual with each other Great but job. yeah yeah there's a lot of overt sexual tension that like get keeps your interest but it's um they're not like actually having sex for a hot minute for a hot minute okay page 285 uh even if i frustrate you and you don't understand me sometimes you matter to me Ugh. and you've made a difference in my life and i want you to know that absolutely and i'm assuming i'm assuming they were arguing before this because i wrote like i was trying to be mad at him but now i can't i can't <laughs> i can't be mad i can't be mad stupid i think yeah it's really obnoxious honestly the preciousness yeah i must have skipped the first spicy scene because the next line says i'm ready to freaking scream at you and then you do something like this you are so, you do something kind like yesterday i'm ready to scream at you for pulling me out of the club and then you go give me the best orgasm of my life so i don't know was it were you in the bath on her birthday <laughs> shut up you must have been in the bath <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. My bath must have distracted me. Uh, was it her birthday? Was that the Yeah, first? in the club? That's yeah. when they were grinding. Yeah, he took her home and ate her out on, on her bed. That was the first sexual sexual experience, but they were in the sauna before that. But she did she have an orgasm in the sauna? No, not in the sauna. Yeah. That was just like a so tease. So I think that is talking about the... Oh. The, when uh, he, he ate her out. Totally. In her dorm room. Oh, my God. On her birthday? The anger... Happy birthday. Yeah, the anger that he felt about her not saying that it was her birthday. Oh. That was fantastic. That was dreamy. Um, I also loved... You've mentioned in previous episodes that jealousy is hot. This is a... um, His possessiveness in the club. We're kind of... We're kind of... In the streets. Oh, my God. Yes. The possessiveness of like, hey, that's my girl. It just helps bring a moment of clarity for him. Yes. Just realize like, hey, that angers me to see you with someone else. Oh, I liked it. So, that was hot. So... uh I know I didn't. We didn't mention it here, but there is there's like there's some spice that happens a little before here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna learn about a piercing on page mm. three hundred four, my interesting, friends. Interesting. Oh my God! She whispers as her fingers trail yeah. along my Jacob's ladder, piercing. I knew it. Yeah. Her eyes are in awe as she moves her head closer. I knew it'd have the most perfect penis I've ever seen. And then in one fell swoop, she licks from the base of my balls all the way up to the tip. Now, for those of you hmm. who were like me and did not know what the fuck this was, I googled it so you don't have to. By all means, tell me, tell me more about a Jacob's ladder, y'all. When you Google this, and please don't, because I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Wikipedia has Wikipedia has pictures, <gasps> not animated, real dicks with this piercing. Dicks, dicks, dicks. Pictures of dicks, and I'm gonna make you look at it because I had to look at it. Please myself. show me. Um, I just okay. To be clear, I have two piercings. I'll let you guess where they are. <laughs> it's really scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> they're um, in my earlobes i cannot imagine getting a more sexual piercing i don't have it so a it's so shocking every time okay okay are you ready ready for it i could have lived the rest of my life without seeing that stop it stop it stop it so when i googled this i thought it would be, you know how Google gives you blurbs? I thought it would be, 
here's a, a, a visual, you know, a word picture of what this might look like. No, no, no. Wikipedia has pictures of real human penises with this piercing, and I can't unsee it. All I could think, all I could think in this moment was what kind of paperwork do you have to sign? What? I hate what, looking at it. As a, as a clinician, all I can think of is what is the informed consent like? What? That you have to sign to protect. To pull your dick out in a pierce, like a, yes, in a well, tattoo studio. Yes, to protect studio. the... the piercer right who's doing this from the liability that could ensue Mm-mm. if this is done like one nerve over you know like does this is this for his pleasure is this for his partner's it's pleasure her yeah i i mean ollie likes it yeah she does <laughs> i mean knowing it, what i know i imagine that yeah okay sure however okay on but that, the juice, the, it's on the front. No, it's not. Yeah, it's this way, not this way. No, it. Yeah, it is. No, okay. So, but okay, the placement. So of, get, okay, so, let me describe. No, it would be. No, that would be right because it's on the top. It's on the top of. I don't. We're think talking so. about the G spot, friends. We are talking. About, well, I know where the G spot. Obviously, I know where it is. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yes, but the piercing's on the bottom of. <gasps> That's true. Yeah. So backwards, you have to. It's backwards. also called a frenulum piercing, and if you don't know, for those of you who don't know, sex what, ed is this sex ed? It's it's anatomy. It's Human anatomy. anatomy. You're right. So, the penis has multiple parts. The top of the penis is called the head, and that's sure. the part that's the thickest at the top. It's like a little mushroom. Well, mushroom. Um, on the underside of the head of the penis is like a little divot in the skin that's called yes. the frenulum. It's yes. very sensitive. Men typically like it when you touch them there. Men enjoy Do with that. that information what you will. Yes. Uh, Jacob's ladder, ladder piercing has two like studs on either side of that frenulum, that little divot. So it's on ouch, the underside ouch, ouch. of the dick, which means that when it's inserted into a... However, Backwards, from behind... That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying doggy style. Yes. That makes sense. But... Why don't they just flip it around? Maybe that wouldn't be. I don't know. Maybe it increases his pleasure too. Could be. So that is a Jacob's letter mm-hmm. piercing. If you uh, want to scar yourself for life, you can look it up on Wikipedia and see a real penis with that piercing. But I would not recommend it because it's not cute. It's not. I just. Good job, Megan Quinn. We respect. Yeah, you made me look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Now we, we can't uh, ever unknow that. I, that is really in, in our lives. We can never. We'll live the rest of our lives knowing that. That is in my brain forever. Yeah. That image. <sighs> and Do it they, wasn't even like a very big dick. Is it local anesthesia? No, it wasn't a very big dick. I didn't look that much into it. I'm just, I'm concerned. I think paperwork and what's the anesthesia process like? I just can't imagine that's no i have questions many questions i have questions that i shan't be googling not for me so yeah her his dick is pierced which she likes we knew it. because she mentioned it about four times <laughs> sure did sure did sure did <laughs> with that foreplay um, shadowing foreplay shadowing but yeah okay i do think that we should mention oh yeah but here i'm at jacob letter piercing okay quickly not quickly necessarily, but sauna. Oh, the sauna scene. Well, the sauna scene. Oh my god! But 
What do we think about having sex on a sauna? Have you ever been in a sauna? I've been in a sauna, yes. What were your thoughts? I, I like saunas. I like to be warm. I like saunas because they're not steam rooms. I don't like because you can't breathe. Yeah, I same. I like saunas because you can breathe and it's really warm. It's toasty. Yes. It's cozy. Like, However, a, like a hot car. I love a hot car. I don't want the fucking sauna. It's so hot. That's what I'm saying. I think... I don't, be, I don't want to be touched in a sauna. I'm already sweating. It's just like, can you not put more body a heat near me move. yeah it was a bold move for all i do think the hot thing about a sauna is that you would already be close to not being clothed so or, or being unclothed completely i see the appeal i see the appeal but if you've i i've i plugged it earlier today not this they did not sponsor the show but i have recently joined the cult of hot works for better or for worse and i cannot imagine having any additional movement Nope. It's too hot. Of a sexual nature in that space. Mm -mm. So, more power to Ollie and Silas. Yes. Um, later on down this page, I just highlighted her mouth is sinful, her hands are immoral. And yes. that is how I would love to be described. I think, yeah. My hands are immoral. That feels like okay. a Taylor Swift lyric. Yeah. I know heaven's a thing. I go there when you touch me, honey. <laughs> it is a Taylor Swift lyric. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Megan Quinn writes some some excellent smut. <laughs> she, she sure knows does. exactly what she's doing. You know, you know this podcast. We don't go into super major detail with the sex scenes. Sometimes we will do a dramatic reading if it feels right. Um, eh, we're not against it. Yeah. But, but just know that even though we are not reading these scenes we leave to that you. for y'all's imagination there is such good smut in this book y'all there's a lot of sex in this book there's a lot of sex there's a lot of i mean they're both so happy mm -hmm. they're both enjoying it so they much love to go down on each other so yes. much yes and look up grinning like a double that's it's, right it is i don't know it's really it's really beautiful it is they're happy uh, chapter 20, page 341. Breakfast first, then I'll fuck you. And that is the correct order of events. Breakfast first, then I'll fuck you. Yeah. And royally not ready. We we went we came across this where we were having like four orgasms, orgasms before breakfast. Sure, sure. No, I, no. I took issue with that. Yeah. Um, all my blood sugar girlies, where are you at? Yeah. Because... I'm, I also, I appreciate at a couple points in the dorm room whenever there's coffee and breakfast before they have sex. Yes. I am not over here trying to, like, when I just wake up, I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten in eight hours. I need to have a snack. And then maybe, maybe. Then maybe we can talk about it. Yeah. That's if I don't feel gross after eating whatever I've eaten. <laughs> it has to be, like, light enough. Yeah. A little yogurt. The conditions have to be just right. <laughs> and then I'm all in. I'm all in. Adorable. What uh, page you on? Page 343. Beautiful. So I have a lot of things I want to do with you. Like uh, what? I ask. Well, first of all, I want to try my vibrator on you. I yeah. also have this cock ring that I've been eyeing and I want to strap you in. Also, how do you feel about some light bondage? And I said, well, at least she's asking, right? This escalates. This is informed consent. This escalates so quickly. Also, this is informed consent. Also, this is, yeah, they, I mean, they're discussing it up front in English words. That's right. 
I don't know that I could say the words cockering with a straight face to someone I haven't known for that long. Cockering is just a silly word. (laughs) Well, two words. Two words. And, oh my God. It's silly. It's silly. (laughs) It's going to make you giggle. It's going to make you giggle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Page 356, chapter 21. Mm Mm-hmm. His strong hand slides up my stomach, over my breasts, up to my neck, where he grips me. And I wrote, this sounds like light choking. It sure do, for those of you who are into it. Later on down the page, the veins in his neck protrude, his muscular pecs bounce, and his grip grows tighter around my neck. This is definitely choking. (laughs) We were unsure at first, and then it progressed into 100% choking. So if you're into choking, there's choking in this book, y'all. There really is. There really is. If you're not, you can glance over it, but it should be noted that there is. And he's not cutting off her air supply to be clear she can fully talk yeah yeah she, they have they talk during the scene and there's a lot of conversation about it beforehand y'all before you're trying anything new sexually talk about it talk, talk about, about it with english words if you speak it yes talk about it um, or if you say something in the moment like if you ask your partner to choke you in the moment whatever that's fine and then after maybe have a conversation said hey you yes. asked me to do this i'm happy to do it let's have a conversation though yeah oh let's talk about yeah. it it's really important that we talk about what we're feeling and thinking because sex is really vulnerable mm-hmm. and we want everybody to feel safe but we understand that sometimes pleasure isn't necessarily like textbook safe is that safe to say yeah sure i mean i don't want someone's hands around my throat in any other situation besides in a like controlled bedroom environment that's what we're saying about green flag in the sheets red flag in the streets you put your hand on my throat and out of that context we're done i will end you but that is where this is why communication is so important i i just i really value folks this is a skill to learn especially our younger folks learn it talk about it it's hard who you're with we get it it's hard that's why we're talking about it here. Mm-hmm. Talk about what you like. You have to explore that in order to figure out what you like. That's right. Um, but it's really important that we all learn and that we express it because yeah. you can't hold your partner accountable for something you have not expressed. Yes. And you know what? It's okay to like whatever you like. Yeah. God. But it's a, just have a conversation about it so your partner yeah. doesn't get uncomfortable or blindsided. Yes. It's an intimate situation. And, you know, speaking from experience with my partner who, you know, he values what I enjoy in the bedroom. Sure. If I told, if I tell him, hey, I would like to try this. He's so down to try it. Yeah. As long as we have a conversation and he's not like shocked in the moment. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind about your partner. It is to be noted that some folks, um, depending on who they are, maybe the blood flow is not all Fully in their in noggin. The brain. And so maybe having like real big convos while the blood flow is not fully in their brain is maybe not the move. So just, you know, parse that out. It's something to explore, something to learn about some things. I know it's hard to not talk about it. Like you need to talk about in the moment, but be aware that maybe they lose their cognitive capacity. Yeah. Important to know. Just a little side note. From two mental health girlies. Two mental health girlies who care about everybody's wellness and who also care about your pleasure. I believe you can be well and have pleasure at the same time. That's right. Yeah. Got it. <clears throat> I'll be between your legs again, giving you what you deserve. I press a kiss to his chest. It's not just the sex. I mean, the man can fuck like there's no tomorrow. But not only that, he makes me feel cherished, as if there's nothing better to him 
than the enjoyment I experience. Exactly, ladies. Ugh. That makes me feel treasured. I love it. And she responds, you're what I deserve. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, and I wrote here, look, I know we did not detail that whole scene for you but if you read it this is a hard left turn from what they were just doing yeah like there is like some hardcore fucking and then it's just like afterwards it's like yeah he's focused on giving me what i want making me feel cherished in the bedroom it's funny how even if it's raunchy raunchy stuff if that's what you've communicated about and that is what brings everybody pleasure and you know all those things it can it's need meeting right yes it's i'm checking with my needs i'm communicating it to my partner Mm -hmm. my partner is meeting those needs and that is a really priceless gift it is a it's a way to communicate respect and value and a longevity in relationships like it's it's really important folks yes and i love that she's saying like there's nothing better to him than the enjoyment that i experience and she's saying you're what i deserve like this is what i deserve Ooh, yes i deserve this Oh my god. Again, if I was only 18, 19 listening to this. Y'all. Girlies, y'all deserve. Our wish for you is just like incredible <laughs> sex. <laughs> As like, and I understand that when you're young, like, you know, experiment. It's uh, Keep your expectations low, I guess, but no, the bar keep is your standards on- high. Yeah. The bar is on the floor, really. But keep Learn. your standards high, Figure my girls. it out take note of what you like and what you don't like just because a man is not comfortable giving that to you just because his ego needs to be stroked i don't fucking care Mm -hmm. it is your responsibility to own what brings you pleasure and what doesn't and it is really important that you communicate that in a in a kind way like we don't have to be awful about it but like i was telling i i would die if my client listened to this there's no way in hell but i was telling a client recently of just like note what you like and what you don't like it's your responsibility to communicate that yeah your partner can't read your mind unfortunately they they can't read your mind and like it's not your responsibility oh that's what what i was saying about it it's not your responsibility to stroke his ego no it's not your responsibility to make him feel good it ideally he is really he can set aside his performance anxiety and ego in order to pleasure you like that that would be the ideal situation it would be men if you're listening straight white men that's our that is our audience a white man a white man no <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i know there's no men listening to this podcast that's okay well but there's folks who sleep with white men yeah and so like us. yeah we're sleeping with white men <laughs> and by men i mean man for for the long term yeah yeah it is there's a lot of social things that go into our sex lives and yeah y'all communicate with your partner that's all we're saying that's right all right chapter 23 page 376 beautiful um he nips at my neck pulling the skin between his teeth and making his mark i let him because i wear his markings with pride my god how do you feel about hickeys Ooh. Uh, i don't have enough scarves for hickeys <laughs> i do have a few anti-hickey oh i didn't highlight the pickle thing i'm sorry oh my god thank goodness yeah i i have adhd (laughs) and i have some sensory Uh, things 
not like anything out of the ordinary necessarily i'm just pretty sensitive and i don't i don't know how do you feel about hickeys you're into them <laughs> y'all can't see my face um i i like them i'm not anti i'm just like okay i like it. it's like a little secret it's like a little secret <laughs> That is beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, in the 2010s, scarves were very, very popular. They sure were. There are a lot of hickeys going around. Yeah. So, you know, when my partner and I were in college, um, I used to have to wear scarves a lot. And people just thought that that was, like, my signature thing. Was? Was just, like, I loved scarves. People got me scarves as gifts because I just wore them so much. (laughs) As the turntables, your local Christians were really just messing around in my dorm room. Yep. 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 It was actually not just about a fashion accessory. It was not me making a statement about a piece of fabric around my neck. It was by necessity. So the um, Christian community that we belong to would not condemn us yes yes it was you know sneaking it in where you could again forbidden love everything gets naughty. hotter when it's off a limit that's right Whew. beautiful yeah we love to see it all right page 385 pickle content you all where are my pickle girlies at I oh, lift the God. pickle that comes with the sandwich and take a bite. As I chew, I lightly moan. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's so good. Stop. That's exactly how I feel about pickles. Where are my pickle girlies at? I have some questions. I have some questions. That good, good vinegar. But, like, why? It's so good. Love it. Crunchy. I'm skimming savory. through the crunchy savory scene where they're just casually having sex in the shower. Ah, they have a sex a lot of places, y'all. Y'all, how many scenes? There's a lot. I didn't, I lost count. Because, you know, normally you can say, oh, it was a slow burn. And then you got, like, three good scenes. This one, no. it was, like, a decent, like, slow burn. But it's sex every chapter after they have sex. Megan Quinn knows. She knows what's up. <laughs> she knows. All right, page 417. We're into the third act breakup, y'all. Yeah, yeah, heartbreaking for us, um, so this is this is your informed consent. If you don't like third act breakups that are due to a miscommunication, you are going to hate this so much. I it's know, a trope. It's a whole other yeah. obnoxious trope. I know people don't like that at all. I've seen that on Book Talk. That that's like one of the number one complaints people have. Yeah. I actually don't mind it because um, I'm worried. I'm, I only care about the right holes. So like, and you know, it's gonna like it's gonna get resolved. And so I think maybe maybe this is a generalization but maybe the folks who are pissed about that are folks who have had a miscommunication that really devastated them and i i'm sure i've had that yeah Mm. but with the people who matter it's worked out yeah it'll be all right all right all right y'all so the miscommunication here is that so she had to write an article for her internship program program for her journalism yes degree and the professor the man the director the director of the program i don't know he's like the head journalist he's a piece of shit and he asked her basically to do a gotcha piece on the owner of the agitators agitators vancouver agitators you're welcome it's not a real team is this a real team there's no way i don't think so agitators yeah (laughs) (laughs) though this is a complete sidebar because I'm on Book Talk and I read hockey romances, I get so much hockey content on my For You page. So, if any of y'all are, are y'all familiar with the Seattle Kraken, 
There is a really hot hockey player. And they do this on purpose because they hashtag book talk in their TikToks. They know what they're doing. What? So they like have slow motion videos. This is some Savannah, Savannah Banana shit. Yes. Yeah, so they have slow motion videos of this hot hockey player that like walking down the hallway doing stretches, like fighting Hell with people. Yes. And, oh, it's so good. I think hockey hockey guys are maybe my my intersection Mm. i do love my uh friend that i went to atlanta with is married to a hockey player you're kidding Mm. omg (laughs) no okay the thing about hockey is that you have to be jacked you have to be kind of like you have to be really big you have to be big <laughs> Not necessarily pierced, but big. But big. So anyway, mm-hmm. her, the director of the program asked her to write a gotcha piece about the Vancouver Agitators owner, <laughs> and um, she she obviously did not want to do that because it was a betrayal for for silas who she didn't even know she would love yet. Right. So she ended up writing a more of a lifestyle piece about what life is like as a hockey player mm-hmm. and she give, she let silas read it and he approved it and so she sent it off the article came out and something was not right and what? in the article it was revealed that silas's ex-girlfriend cheated on him with a woman and a man and it was very embarrassing for him he didn't tell anyone not even his friends that that's what happened when they broke up so the fact that this was released to the world to the entire world was devastating for him mm, 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 mm. and because she's the one who submitted it he obviously assumes that she wrote it heartbreaking heartbreaking so in on page 417 silas please just give me a second to figure all this out i can talk to roberts and see what happened what the fuck do you not understand about uh, when i say get out of here he asks yelling he flings his arm toward the door leave you're dead to me Silas. silas please don't leave he yells now get the fuck out of my life oh this is not how you communicate y'all <laughs> that is that is not a conversation okay <laughs> thank you for calling that out thank you for we never would have we never would have picked up on that oh i have more here his I lid said. was flipped um Instead of assuming that everyone is out to get you, uh, maybe mm, you listen mm. and respond. Is this a, a note that you made? That is what I wrote. That was on your mind? Instead of assuming that everyone is out to get you, which is a defense mechanism, we get it. But, like, maybe you're accusing people of things that, that they didn't do. Maybe that's the past that's talking maybe that doesn't belong to the current people in your life who Mm -hmm. actually really love you and care about you oops maybe i'll take note yeah just a little little healthy communication there maybe a little bit of self-awareness a little bit talk to your therapist teeny tiny bit talk to your therapist silas i recommend a therapist (laughs) we'll get we'll get to our review of silas that's right specifically all right page 420 I truly hope that when it's your time, karma comes back to bite you so hard in the ass, your Oof. mustache falls right off. She's saying that to Roberts, the director of her internship. Yeah, yeah. And I just wrote, karma is my boyfriend. Karma Karma's a relaxing thought. You know, karma is a cat purring in my lap. I, yeah, we're going to work on as many Taylor Swift references as we possibly can. This guy seems like a real dick. Mm-hmm. And he deserves to be put in his place. Deeply problematic. A white man. A white man? Typical. No! 
Um, page 423. I also know where Professor Wheeler's office is. I can stick a dead fish in it somewhere. And I just wrote, Fish Revenge was also one of our grad school friends' means of revenge. Yes! She thre- often threatened to put, put a fish in fish people's mailboxes. in a mailbox. Is this? <laughs> well, these, they're in Vancouver. Is this like a niche like thing that New England Van- like Canadian folks are knowledgeable of? Great Lakes area, y'all, please, please, please chime inform in. us. Do y'all put fish in people's mailboxes? Because let me tell you, our sweet South, friend, we don't put fish in people's mailbox. We'll pray for you. We'll pray for you. Bless your heart. We'll talk shit about you at church in front of the Lord. To be clear, there's plenty of fish down here. Maybe it's just too hot and humid. We know that would be too cruel. Yeah. We're not putting any fish in anyone's mailbox. But, man, she would threaten to put fish in everybody's freaking mailbox. (laughs) You want me to put a fish in his mailbox? (laughs) Just straight. Of all the things to threaten. There's so many things. I break his knees. There's so many things to threaten. Fish in the mailbox is very specific. And not specifically harmful. But... Real fucking irritating. Also kind of funny. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're on my last note here. Goodness gracious. Snake's alive. Um, he's going to call her by her full name. And I don't think we've said it. Her full name is Aliana. Oh, and she did tell him strictly not to use don't it. And it. then he uses it. And it's romantic. so hot. <gasps> In the audiobook. Oh my God. The actor who says it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. My stepsister, um, her husband, she has a full name, and she, but yeah. we, we call her by a shorter name. So she goes by, like, we all call her a shorter name, but her husband only calls her by her full name. Like, oh. that's the only, like, the only way he refers to her. I think it's so sweet. That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I call my husband his full name, and a lot of folks call him by, like, a shortened name. Really? Yeah, at work. He's like, should I start going by this? And I'm no. like, no, that's not your <gasps> name. Like, I could never call him that. I know. It's the full name. Yeah. I mean, I abbreviate it when I'm texting it. But just with the letter. I will say, this is... Girl, if you find out who I am, whatever. I talk about penises. It is what it is. But I have a double name because I'm in the South. And, you know, it's as God intended. I will say... Uh, my ex would use my double name. But a lot... He knew me growing up. A lot of folks who knew me growing up would use my double name. But now it's a little... I mean, my double name was, like, my name. Mm -hmm. I dropped it because, for a lot of reasons, we'll get into at some point. But I dropped my middle name, and now I go by my, or my name is, my first name, my maiden name, and my married name. Me too. Yes. It's cute. It's cute. We like it. But, yeah. Anyway, names are fun. But there is something very personal. You know, you would, so, there's the special romance of a nickname. Yes. Nicknames are great. Pet names, even better. But there is something about, like, using your full name mm-hmm. that is also kind of hot yeah it's like something it. about like the exclusion like this is like just a name that you call me yeah this is like just us yeah it's really sweet it's beautiful and aliana is a lovely name yes in this book okay he says i'm sorry aliana hearing my full name nearly rips me apart i'm so fucking sorry Aww. i should have given you a chance to talk to me to tell me your truth but i was so caught up in the hurt from sarah seeing it be repeated and that i fuck i said things i to you i never should have said damn straight and i just we're gonna quote taylor swift again mm. love to woman's flame to men how to apologize how to apologize to a woman <laughs> 
this is how you own up to what the fuck you did wrong my friends it's not that hard it's not that hard there's so many complicated things in life so many layered so many so many things that are in the gray this is black and white just take ownership yeah so this is what i did wrong you didn't believe her i'm sorry this is how i'm going to do differently in the future yeah yeah it's not that hard it's not that hard it does take a little smidgen of maturity and you know a little bit love to see it yeah that was your last note that was my last note i know i didn't we didn't read a lot of spicy stuff but don't let that fool you oh my god sometimes i will say sometimes it is a sign of how much spicy stuff is in a book that we don't read it Mm -hmm. because like i mean this is an explicit podcast but like some of it's like really hot and heavy and beautiful and very vivid yeah and that's something that like i don't know y'all like, Y'all need to be in the right place at the right time to listen yeah, to this. Like for to Hook, Line, and Sinker, when we get to the spicy scenes, it's like, oh, finally. Yeah, we're like, let me describe to you for what this happened. Book, that was not the feeling I had. It was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> it was like, yeah, okay, and we're going, and we're going. So this is like the kind of book to maybe read in private. Don't read it. I mean, you can. Actually, I ah. love. <laughs> Tell us about testing. <laughs> Tell us about standardized oh testing. Oh, my God. So I was proctoring an ap human geography exam okay and um which you know a lot of people complain about testing i don't mind it i get many yes i really enjoy it to see those kiddos in the room yeah that's great let's hang out yeah um and so they're testing and i am just fully reading (laughs) some some smut (laughs) Dick piercings. It, it wasn't this book. It was that other book that I stopped reading because it was Fade to Black. Oh, well, fuck that. Yeah. That's so funny, though. Yeah, you texted, which you may, may or may not be allowed to do, but it sent, like, a brief text of, like, the irony. Like, there are minors in there this There are 14-year-olds not five feet from me. And I'm just casually... Just scrolling. I just... Anytime I see a grown-ass woman with a Kindle, I'm like... I. I know what you're doing. I know what you're reading. I love just that. When we just read smut in public and we're just straight face in it. That is the power of the vulva. That's right. There's no physical hmm. signs that you can see. Nothing immediately visible. That's right. Except I, as a woman who respects other women's sexuality, I respect everybody's, but I, I see that Kindle and I think, hmm, what you got there? What are you reading? I'd Look like at that cute little cartoon cover. I'd like to know. What are your targeted ads on your Kindle? <laughs> There's mine. Our harem romances. Harem romances. And Nanny for the Neighbors. I think, what the fuck? <laughs> Is that another Lily Gold? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute, though. I'm like, does, anyway, I have a cover on mine. It's cute. but I'm, And my partner is supportive of all the things. But sometimes I'm like, if, what would people say? What would people say if they saw my targeted ads? Who cares? I, they would say that I'm a sex positive bitch. That's right. Also, all of that to say, Ollie and Silas do end up together. Yes. Yes, they end up together happily ever after and deeply sexually fulfilled. That's right. In their sauna. All right. We're going to break down a little bit our mm. characters. Mm-mm-mm. Um, so our hero, we have two, if you're new here, we've got two rating systems that we use. We call them sheets and streets. The sheets and the streets. <laughs> 
<laughs> our nail tech goes really our our if he became ours <laughs> our my hands were not touched. he thought that was incredible and it is i mean he guffawed <laughs> also he was there was a tip writing on it so but no i think we're funny yes obviously we have fucking podcasts <laughs> Um, streets and sheets streets and sheets streets and sheets so we write this man on how he is in the streets like as a real human being do we like this man in hmm. the in the sheets oh god it's usually we like this man <laughs> <laughs> we would not be reviewing this if we didn't okay so silas in the streets well in the sheets Okay, well, you're asking in the streets. Okay, we'll do the sheets first because we know the answer. In the sheets, five. Five out of five, baby. Although, I don't know. I haven't experienced the dick piercing. But, like, that's that's a side side note. Honestly, with everything else that we're rolling with with him, sheets-wise, I would trust the the dick piercing. I would trust it. I would trust it because I trust him. I'm in. I'm into. I'm into the the choking. I'm into the shower. Yeah. Situation. Shower head. I'm into the. Yeah. He. He's on track. Yeah. Yeah, y'all. He's five out of five in the sheets, y'all. He's five out of five in the sheets, mostly also because he's a Lego man. Plug for Lego men everywhere. I love you. In my brain, he looks different, but... <laughs> y'all, edit at will. Yes. Edit whatever, at will. Whatever does it for you. Whatever does it for y'all. If y'all like blonde and square. <laughs> Silas y'all. is blonde and square. Yeah, Silas is definitely blonde and square. Um, In the streets... My boy, my boy, you need to go to therapy, but not in like an irreparable kind of way. He has an excellent support system. He's a grown ass man. He has made it through a devastating breakup. He um, is, I'm not saying fake dating is cause for needing like to work through deeply seated problems. I think fake dating is a trope only used in books. I don't know that fake dating is is real ever in real life. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine a situation where that would be real. And but if it were, I'm if, if that's you, please tell us. Oh my god, do people actually fake date? Maybe I don't that's know. A, maybe that's just our repressed sexual experience that we haven't seen people fake dating. Maybe it does make me think like. If I would have fake dated, what message would that have sent? I don't know. I'm interested. I'm very interested. Okay. What do you... I don't... In the streets. I do love his confidence. Yeah. I love love his career. I love that he's a grown-ass man. He's a grown-ass man. He has been in a long-term committed relationship for a long time. Even when things weren't going so hot, he he took ownership. He stuck around, yeah. He took ownership. He said, I'm going to take ownership of what belongs to me here, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something about it. I respect that. Maybe like a four. Yeah, I would say a four. A four, and you know, you you go work through some stuff. Being cheated on is terrible. Recent heartbreak. I think that is tricky. Anytime there's a recent heartbreak. He just needs to work through some of that. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily our girl Ollie's responsibility. Right. Not that he necessarily made it that. But yeah. So a four in the streets, a five in the sheets. <laughs> we're dealing good. with a, y'all, in terms of our prior ratings, we're dealing with a pretty solid hero here. He's not Brendan, but he's close. I mean, they have more sex. They have, well, that's true. They have more sex in this book than Brendan. We can't usurp Brendan. Brendan's role Brendan, as our king. Brendan is our is our man. He's our man. I don't know. I mean, just because we didn't read about it doesn't mean they weren't having more sex. <laughs> in my mind, <laughs> the fake people in the in the book. <laughs> Can you tell we read a lot? 
Yeah. We get deeply invested in our fictional characters' it's very world. Important to me. Just because we didn't read about it in their fictional world doesn't mean it didn't happen. That's right. <laughs> it's a good point. It's an excellent point that I cannot debate. All right. Our heroine, Ollie. Ollie! For 21? For 21, she's a she's an empowered she's woman. She's a ball buster, that's as right. Silas said. Silas, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. A fucking I, insolent woman. A fucking insolent woman. That is, to be, in case y'all are curious, that is a high compliment. Yes. We're saying you're we a fucking insolent woman. In the best way. We're saying you're a feminist. You speak up for what you need and what you want, and you, you know, you're, you're on it. I... I'm trying to think if there's anything I don't like. I feel like for 21... Oh my god. If I had a 21-year-old client that had these characteristics, I'd be like, girl, get it. Yeah, I agree. Advocate. Speak, if I, speak up for your once and I needs. wish I was like this at 21. This is like a 21-year-old written by a grown woman. Yeah. Who's like, this is it's what like, I, I wish, want 21-year-olds to read. I wish 21-year-olds could feel this way. Be strong. Be smart. Be bold. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. Be courageous. You are worth it. There's a lot of information out there in this world that's telling you otherwise, but oh my God. Yes. You're God's gift to humanity. Yeah. Um, You're special. I'm going to give her like a four and a half just because she is so young. She's a baby. I felt like I, it was hard for me to relate to her. Like I, yeah, I I could relate to Hannah and Piper. um, Sure, sure, sure. A little better. Are we too liberal with our stars? You think we need to be harsher with our stars? I'm not saying we need to be harsher. These are real people in my imagination. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do. Y'all will get the feel. We understand that rating systems are arbitrary. Um, Yeah, I would say 4.25 just because I want to be more conservative with my stars. It's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with her. Yeah, I just, like, I could... It was hard for me to relate to the 21-year-old. Yeah, I I really do. I I respect her. I think she's great. Yeah. I mean, she's not like out here saving people's lives or anything, but she's saving her own. That's right. And I respect it. All right. The next one is story. Was there one? Did we care? (sighs) There was a story. Sure. There really was. There was a story in this one. There was so much of a story that I had to do a lot of tapping to get through it. To to get... Because... This book is... Uh, it's pretty long for, for a smut book. It's over 400 pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not calculate for it to be long. And I was like, I can bust through this. I can. No, no. I was like, babe, go pick up dinner. <laughs> I'm still reading. Um, I do think that there was more story, though, similar to Allie Hazelwood. I think she's the one who wrote the um, the novella. Anyway. Whenever there's books where there's content about other books, like it's tying yeah. it's tying threads, like we're building some characters across a series. I respect that. I understand that we need more content. And it's interesting content, especially if you want to go into those other books. Yeah. I do think that the internship journalism situation was was a good little story arc. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. As far as, like, stories in smut novels go, this one was pretty good. Um, We saw. It went all the way through. It tied everything up. Yeah. In a way. I'm saying, like, three stars. It was pretty predictable. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. We worry about the right holes. Yeah. I'm not complaining. The story was there. It wasn't... (laughs) 
Well, the, the question is, was there a story and did we care? Like, yeah, we cared, but sure. we just knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, did I care a lot about her career in journalism? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> because she's going to marry a famous hockey well, player. Well, I just didn't. I just, like, because I feel like, because I, I was going to predict, I would have predicted that it was yeah. just not going to happen for her. Well, and like the third act breakup, it's like, well, we know this is going to get straightened out. Right. But uh, that's not to knock Megan Quinn. It's just no. like, okay. There's comfort in predictability. There's so much comfort. And that is why we're here. That's why we're here. It's, we don't, we're not here to be challenged <laughs> in her reading. I, I like, I like to know what's going to happen. I want to know what's going to happen. I, I have, have other ways and places to be challenged. I want my surprises to be in this, in the sex scenes. It's like, yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good conceptualization there. It, we we want surprises. We want novelty. We just want it in the bedroom. Yeah. Not necessarily in the plot. That's right. If I want to read a great plot book, I read something else. Which I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I will, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, okay. And then finally, smut. How was the smut in this book? I mean, I... This is one of the best. It's pretty good. It's frequent. It's, I get a little, this is a hot take. I get a little annoyed with like full start to finish all the way to completion, like full sex scenes, like a hundred of them. Like, okay, we get it. I want like, let's pepper it in. Let's pepper in like beginning, middle, end, full scenes. Like I want variety. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I also like, I love a full like, start to finish scene i want I like want i want like two or three of yes. like really good those but i also want like um i don't know like a quick yeah three page hop in the shower together yeah hop in the sauna throw her on the counter real yeah, quick exactly that's yeah. what i'm saying like give me some little pepper in in that's fun yeah that's important yeah so i think this is probably i mean it's like probably a five I would say five. I'm trying to think what else we gave a five. I think we gave it happen one summer a five, but because of not because of the quantity of sex, but the quality of so sex good. that so we good. were so getting good. in that book. Um, this is up there. It's it is different than it happened one summer. Yes, it is raunchier. Can we say that oh, it's raunchier? Yeah. It is way. Well, I mean, this is more porny. It's yeah. <laughs> That's what we're trying to tell our girls. Like, nasty. <laughs> this is more nasty. Um, but not in like a... Oh, no. Not in a bad way. Not, we're not saying this in a bad it's way. It's still written for, for, for the girlies. Yes. It's still written for women. It's just, it's hot. Mm -hmm. It's not like... You know how when you're like reading a scene and you're like filling some stuff in with your imagination? That's not happening You don't here. need to do that here. You don't need to do that because it's very clear. And I'll give you an example... Um, there. So the first time that they have penetrative sex, sure. There is uh, about a paragraph description of. It's too big. Yes, it's too big. Of him going inside the first time. It, Let it, me tell you, it is. I live for those. Oh, me too. I live for those. Like, baby, I, you gotta relax. That's the most misogynistic. Ah. I, no, it's not misogynistic. It's just I'm a girly, okay? Yeah. Uh, tell me how it was so big it could have fit in there. Oh mm -hmm. my god, I'm I'm listening. Yes. So there is a good paragraph description of just that. <laughs> that that. <laughs> that is a trope unto itself. Yes. Honestly. But it's not a trope I'm mad about. No. 
So that is the kind of description that you're going to get here, and it's so good. Megan is helping the girlies out. I have so much respect for people in their line of work who are nailing it. <laughs> but, like, no, really. She's nailing it. She's, like, she's found what works. Mm-hmm. She's, she's cranking them out. Good work. Love it. Um, and then we usually like to cover tropes at the end. I know we've already said... Fake dating. Yep. At some point, we had grumpy sunshine. It's grumpy sunshine for real. Yeah. We did have enemies to lovers mm-hmm. off and on because me, 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 me. <laughs> they do um, argue a lot. Yeah. We had a pickle trope. A solid pickle trope. <laughs> the pickle trope. Yeah, for sure. We had a crop top trope. Age gap. Age gap. Yes. That's Sorry. The- I don't have my 150 romance novel trope yeah. pulled up. But yeah. Anything else? I think those are the main ones. Forced proximity in some... No, I will say, I don't know what, like, a distance... I loved the whole distance element of him going to a lot of awakenings. Yes. And there being a lot of sexting. Oh, yes. long-distance sex. And in addition... Yeah, in addition to the sex scenes that you get in this book, you also get a lot of sexting and, like, some FaceTime... Yes. Like, mutual masturbation stuff. Yeah, for y'all who are like, I don't know if I can make long-distance work, let me tell you. They... Mm-hmm. From someone who did it long distance you can make it work you can make it work where there's a will there's a way that's right that's all i'm saying <laughs> um so that's it yes that was efficient for this week it was efficient because we set that intention yes we set that intention um we would love to hear from y'all from our, our fast audience um I say that. One day we will have a vast audience on our secret podski. That's right. Um, we would love to hear from y'all. Do you enjoy the longer episodes? Yeah, let it's, us know. We enjoy the longer episodes. We will always have a lot to talk about. If the overwhelming consensus is that you'd like them shorter, we might consider that. We might factor it in. Yeah, if you like shorter episodes, we can cut them in half. Do part one, part two. Yeah, but um, we're not going to like cut out valuable content. <laughs> the thing is, it's... It's hard to to cover it all in, in, in an hour. We're reviewing, like, with notes, an entire book. Mm-hmm. And we have really critical content to cover. That's right. Like so, Lord of the Rings. You know, that's right. And potatoes. Exactly. So let us know. Um, you can always email us at ourkinkykindlespod at gmail.com. Yeah. Anxiously awaiting an email from anyone. <laughs> We love y'all. And you know what? We're having a good time. I hope that it's contagious. Yeah. I imagine that it is. I enjoy this. Kay enjoys this. Mm-hmm. We're thrilled that y'all are here, that you're listening. We love y'all. Yes. Um, I know that, you know, our, our journey is we're trying to normalize sex. We're trying to normalize mm-hmm. healthy talks about sex. So maybe it feels weird to reach out, but it's not weird for us. Yeah. We're happy to hear about it. Yeah. And we, like, if you want us to... Talk about your email on the podcast. We will. If yeah, you don't, we'll always have just tell us. We won't. We won't even mention it. Yeah, confidentiality is important. Yeah. Um, so coming down the pike, I am reading "Too Hot to Handle" for oh, my friend, <laughs> for my friend A here, who has. Oh, that would be amazing. Spread the word. Yeah, of too hot to handle. I don't know what it was. It was just so good. There was something about a swing. A swing. Yep. Outside. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Spoilers. It's okay. I don't care. He is. He comes on very strong. That's the point. <laughs> um, so that is going to be coming up sometime. A, a math. A Court of Mist and Fury is coming up eventually. We'll I, have our special guest for that. We yes. will use our third mic. Um, and then maybe we'll do Faking with Benefits. 
at some point that could be fun to unpack yeah there's a lot to there's a lot (laughs) that's like how i packed for the taylor swift concert (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have we're gonna have to get a whiteboard actual multiple bags yeah we're gonna need to make some charts yeah try to draw what's going on to to revisit i'm gonna reread it there was so much going on yeah for y'all who like harem romances dear god how do you know where the bodies go (laughs) we are worrying about the right holes we just have questions i just have questions about what hole is where (laughs) (laughs) anyway if y'all have suggestions for what we should review we would love that we like really would prioritize that please tell us what your favorite there's spicy book is there's so much good spice out there um we're just getting we're just getting the ones that we see that are usually on kindle unlimited Mm -hmm. so or ones that we've already read and said oh this was pretty good let's do this one Exactly. We will. Uh, y'all can look forward to an Emily Henry at some point as well. Yes. We're saving the newest Emily Henry, I think, for our beach trip. Yes. I did buy the hardback copy of it. Beautiful. I have it on my shelf waiting for Gorgeous. the beach. Oh, we'll have to get a cute picture that doesn't show our faces. Where will we put it? Mm. On TikTok? TBD. Okay. <laughs> we don't have an Instagram. So. Well. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Until next time, don't ever Google Jacob's letter. You're saying, (laughs) please don't. We we walked so you could fly. (laughs) That's right. Bye. Bye.